listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. idiotic disconnecting not respecting who would really ever want to go and stop and top that such a waste of a pretty face but hanging in no one's face i wish that you would take a look and really stop that top that stop that i don't really give a about trying to top that top that stop that i wish you finally take a real look and really stop that what's this stop that what gives stop that Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for a very special episode. Yes. Episode 152. Woohoo! Yeah, man, we're getting up there. We're getting pretty ancient here, ain't we? Yeah, on Palm Sunday of all the holy days. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was Easter today. But, I did um, too. Apparently it's I did too because I was following your lead. You know, you, you were talking about Easter. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know what holidays are what. So. Nah, man, I, I've got kids. Let me tell you, they'd know where the Easter bunny was coming today yeah, or see, not. See, the so. Easter bunny was at Walmart this morning. That's what really messed me up. That's the biggest piece I thought was Easter. I was like, okay, Easter bunny, little kids, hugs, pictures. They must be Easter. Yeah. Damn it, he was a day early. Don't yeah, we'll, do this. I'm surprised she didn't see Santa the way they'd be speeding up. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get more into that too because I, I have a random thought about that. But um, our guest for today, um, who are also normally our sponsors, they did not sponsor today's show in case people wonder if there's a conflict of a- interest, interest today. No, no conflict of interest. Fuck sponsoring this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today, t- I, mean, I ain't sponsoring my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are doing half the work. Um, we have Dexter, who we, we talk about all the time. He emails the show sometimes. He's on Twitter at Shadow Dog Pride. Yes. Um. Yeah, and that's me. Well, uh, Dex, say what's up to everybody, man. What's up, everybody? And I'm I'm a real fan of this show. You know how like sometimes actors will go on a TV show they don't like just to make money. I'm actually a fan of this show, so yeah, this is a big thrill for me. Well, we appreciate Thank it, man. You. Norm- normally, we only invite people on that we're fans of and stuff like that. <laughs> so. Yes. 
Normally, so, we, oh, yeah. So the exception being the yeah. Name. So yeah. you know, today we, uh, we felt like we owed you one. I mean, come on. <laughs> How much money do we have to do? You have to spend to get an interview around here, you know? I'm telling you, man. I've been, I've been hitting the bank hard. <laughs> <laughs> it, it costs a lot, boy, but it's worth it, man. I'm a, I am a big fan of the show. Yeah, we appreciate it, uh, Dexter. And and um, obviously we, we also have the other half of the crew, John. Yes. Now, now, John, like you're kind of like the silent member of the crew. Yeah. Yes, you are. Um, on Twitter, man. What, what's going on, man? Say, say what's up to everybody. <laughs> hey, man. Every so often, I, I get on like a Twitter rampage, and then <laughs> and then I look at it, and I'm like, dude, why the hell would anyone want to hear all that? So then I kind of back off. So, man, I'm like the waves of the ocean. You know, <laughs> so it, it comes and goes. So. <laughs> uh, when he gets mad, he'll send me like a six-page uh, email <laughs> just, just bitching somebody out that's done us wrong. We've been done wrong. You know, yep. We've been We've been together for seven years as business partners. Right. I want to yeah. make that clear. Somebody threatened to ask a question, what do I lick pie off his chest? Uh, no, <laughs> strictly a business situation. Uh, you know, our nights let never get that late. Let me tell you, though, for 50 grand, I think he's changed his policy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there, is there uh, no flavor of pie that is that good? Well, you know, um, no. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second, you know, because like, we'll get into the Amish shit later, but apparently the Amish have something called a shoe fly pie, which, you know, it's, the pie is so good they have to shoo the flies away. Oh, so, okay. But I've never uh, had that. But, dude, that uh, sounds like old pie. Yes, it does. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like like flies are attracted to it. I don't know if I want to eat that. No. Yeah. yeah. They, were, they were actually making that sound like that's a good thing. It's not a good thing. Is no. It? If, Dude, I on everything else. So no. I have a ninety-pound dog, and uh, <laughs> that's a lot of uh, droppings. And yeah, man, flies love his shit. So. <laughs> and we're off to a great start. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, and that's what I think the shoe fly pie is. But that's just me. I'm not on it. Have you had it? You've had pie, John? No, no, but I can only imagine. I, I just, I don't know, man. I can. When you said shoe fly pie, I was thinking those little iridescent green shit flies. Yeah. The worst flies. It is. It is. Now, and by the way, if I, if I go too far, just stop me. Right? No, no. <laughs> Anything you say that I've heard in shows. They were talking about animal sex yeah. a couple you know, months ago. And I'm still hearing that podcast in my dreams. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> but this, that has nothing to do with you being like one of those Furby dudes, Dexter. <laughs> I think it was talking about somebody we walk around and they see a cat. Now, obviously, we have to do uh, the, the quick promos for everything, of course. Yeah, if, I'll shut up. No, don't worry about it. Oh, if, you're, if you're listening to this, then you should already know, but in case mm-hmm. you don't, this is the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. You can yes. find us on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Yes, you can. You can search for us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. Uh, John, you're on Twitter, right? I am. What, what's your Twitter name? Uh, my main one is John Fouts. Okay. It's just my name. Now, my kind of secret one where I do rants about uh, video games, etc., from time to time, because I'm a big gamer, um, is Intrapax. I-N-T-R-A-P-A-X. Oh, we have a lot of gamers. They will hit you up, and oh. y'all can geek it all together. Dude, that sounds great, because my kids aren't always around. They're, I've got four kids, and my older two are in high school, and now they've got all these friends and stuff, and they're always out and about, so I've lost some of my, you know, I love Gears of War, can't wait for Gears 3 to come out, and 
um, Left for Dead and stuff like that. But it's really more fun when you're playing with someone who, you know, you can scare the shit out of. <laughs> yes. And, you know. yes. And, and while you talk about Left for Dead, the funny part is that Roger lo- plays that game and I love that game. I can't play it for shit, but I watch yeah. him play and he has to make me go upstairs because I'm like, oh, did you sit and run around the corner? Oh, baby, run. Oh, they're going to bite you. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so you get dismissed. Yes. Hey, you, need- you know what? My Xbox 360 gamer tag is Intrapack. Okay. So friend me and you and I'll run around and proclaim that uh, you know we'll have fun with spitters and and all those things. All right, that's what's so. up. Okay, cool. And of course, if you've been listening, you should already know Dexter's uh, Twitter name is at Shadow Dog Prod P R O D. But and hopefully you're already following them like we've been asking you to. But you know, in case you have you haven't and you forgot, you know, of course their names will be in the um in the show notes. Yes. When you download the podcast, so you should be able to find everybody there. Um, and I wrote down your other uh, Twitter name for John so that they can. Ah, cool. Um. Of course, you can go to theblackoutips.com. Look on there. We have a donate button. Uh, we also have recurring donations you can do. We also have a blog there. We do different types of uh, blog posts. Um, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can call us and leave a message, 704-557-0186. Uh, we always appreciate people who take the time to leave us a voicemail. And uh, we do feedback shows on Saturday. We did one yesterday. It was yeah. hilarious. Um we have just great fans who really love interacting with us. And we always appreciate that. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport <laughs> is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And I still need to look at the video of that Bullet Ball. Oh, it's so hilarious. It sounds ridiculous. I'll send it to you. Yes. It's, it's actually pretty sad, but... If, if, <laughs> oh, we're not trying to bring it, bring it down. No, no, no. no. no, no. It's, it's, it's one of those ironic sadness where if you okay. if you laugh as hard as we laugh, <laughs> then you'll, you'll really enjoy this podcast. Yes. But if part of you is like, that is very sad, this ain't the podcast. This is not the podcast for you. No. <laughs> laugh at a lot of fucked up things. Yes, uh, yes, you do. Um, Karen, uh, speaking of shows, she was on the Insanity Check podcast with Chris. Yes. Uh, Chris was a guest for uh, one of our shows a while back. Yes. Uh, I think it was uh, preparing Chris for the RNC. Yes. I don't know why I keep calling it NRA. I guess because both of the groups are the same in my yeah, mind. So I keep saying the NRC, and I'm like, no, that's the gun people. My I bad. It, I think it's the same angry white people in both groups. Yes. Yes. They, they hold up their- Is that Darth Chris? Yeah, Darth Chris. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that yeah, dude. Yes. He's hilarious. Yeah, so they hold guns up in one hand and elephants up in the other? Yeah. Okay. And Thursday, we'll have uh, the People's Critic uh, on the show. He's yeah. also, he's a movie critic, so we're actually going to have people who make movies today. Yes. And then four days later, someone who talks shit about movies. So, <laughs> Well, we do too. You know, I mean, if you've seen me on Twitter, I talk a lot of shit about movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Like, uh, you know, Fast Five. Fuck Fast Five. <laughs> so let me just get that out there right away. And Fast Six and Fast Seven. <laughs> of course, what Dexter's really holding out for is that royal wedding coming up. and um, uh, No. <laughs> no it, it's happening at 6 a.m., so I'm sleeping through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, of course, um, if you if you listen, that means basically we're going to have nothing but movies for this week. And then, I don't know when, but soon, we're going to have Roy Wood Jr. on the show. Cool. Yes. yes. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's awesome, man. That's like, yeah. uh, I had, uh, apparently, uh, he started five. Now, this is weird. This is how I figured this out. I think Shadow Dog Productions 
on yes. Twitter. Start following me because of the morning, Bomani Jones, right? Um, I don't know how I, I I've been trying to think how I started following you. I don't remember how I started following you, but it wasn't Bomani Jones. Oh, okay. Because I didn't uh, make the connection of Bomani Jones I've been seeing on Jim Rome's show until after I started following you and you were talking. Oh. About it, and I made all that connection oh. together. Well, that ruins everything because I thought you heard of me through Bomani Jones. And then. <laughs> oh, man, I done fucked you. Nah, don't worry about it. Dude, man, just, just, just let him loop the loop, man. This is the big <laughs> chain of events that leads us right back to where we are it's now. A small world is what I'm saying. Because then <laughs> yeah. I know for sure you were the one who said. For uh, for Roy Wood Jr. to follow me and we should be following each other. I know that was you. Oh yeah. All right, and then he started following me, and then I followed him back, and we were tweeting, and so then he went on Bomani Jones' show last week. Yes, he did. And then <laughs> he said he would do my show. So technically, Shadow Dog Productions got Roy Wood Jr. on our show. Thank you. And there's even another connection because I always compare you guys to Bob and Tom because I heard them back in 1985. They were just a little tiny show on one radio station in Indianapolis, and I knew then they were going to be badass. And that's what you guys remind me of how they were back then. And I first heard Roy Wood, Wood Jr. on the Bob and Tom show. It's a small world. You know, way back in the day, 10, 15 years ago. So it's all coming around. It's all connected. So, yeah. And then this podcast, I don't know how ratchet it's going to be because – uh, I, you know, I've been telling people I've been nursing the cold all week. It's getting really better. Like I actually played ball today and wasn't dying and shit. Um, but I've been dr- I've been treating it with Theraflu cough drops and Bacardi rum and Coke. And, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the part I mean, because I'm getting a cold now too. You know, and I started getting it last night, and I was like, man, there ain't. No- I would have to be dead to not make this show. Different. <laughs> but I'm just glad you're gonna be sick there with me. So John's here and, and Karen are gonna have to lift this all. And, be, <laughs> and be sure that the type of Theraflu, be sure it's Theraflu warming, so you can get warm from the Theraflu and get cool from the Coke and Bacardi. Yeah. <laughs> There's a balance yes. there. Right? So I'm high that, cold. So, I, but you know, in case my mom and dad are listening, don't worry, guys. I only <laughs> drink this when we're podcasting. Um, but we do, we're gonna be podcasting seven days a week from now on, so, uh, <laughs> we're gonna be doing three or four podcasts too. a day, so. That'll... Yeah, it took me a second to figure out what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we don't always record, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> all right, man. So every we uh, started a campaign to get people to ask questions about Shadow Dog Productions and independent filmmakers and things like that because it's one of the things I think about a lot. Actually, I love movies and I love talking about them, and it's very rare that you actually get the insight to talk about to somebody about making a movie. Yes. And especially somebody that's not just coming on your show to sell you the movie they're in. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. like yeah. those it, those are interviews are kind of whack where it's just like here's Nicolas Cage. So yeah. you know, <laughs> tell us why Porter Call in New Orleans doesn't suck, and then you know. yeah. and, and he can't answer it, so it's a very short, yeah. uh, a very short interview. Yeah, he basically gives you a couple anecdotes about other shit that has nothing to do with his movies. Like, like me, go see my movie, and then you go see it, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck Nick Cage, can't believe that." Yeah. <laughs> well, see, what's so? Uh, and just to explain, because there's a lot of people who listen to the show for the first time because I brought them, they want to hear me. Um, is Ratchet? means crazy right? yeah, yeah. Right ratchet yeah, yeah. ratchet a new audience out there basically yes. crazy fucked up stuff that is ratchet yes. and uh this podcast can get ratchet it can get out of control yes, can. at times yeah <laughs> and anybody can be ratchet and pretty much every article <laughs> every article we read 
And as when we get to these articles, you'll see it's probably some ratchet shit. Yes, and on top of that, we ended up linking some people. With, remember the article we did about the dude, the, the yeah. dude that uh, peed on the chicken in Kroger. That's in Kroger. His, I saw that on Twitter. His today. son said he told his dad he's famous now because we talked about his dad peeing on the chicken. Yeah, his son is a fan of our podcast. Yes, he is. <laughs> who's, who's gonna look at a chicken and be like, you know what? I want to pee on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got there's all these trees, but I want to pee on that chicken. Uh, my bladder is full. There's, that chicken sure looks yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was <laughs> it was the chicken in the in the uh, like the the actual grocery store, like chicken, like oh, chicken okay. breast, chicken thighs, yeah. like gotcha. yeah, yeah. all over chicken, dude. That is uh, crazy. Yeah. What did the chicken do to him? I don't know. But what's more crazy? His son listens to our podcast. Yes. Now that's fucking. Yes. And I know one thing: that chicken didn't cross the road. His piss drowned that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but the chicken was dead at the time. Yeah. Yes, I hope so. Because that takes talent. I can imagine. I've never done this, but I think it would take talent to piss on a, a live chicken because they're they're pretty fat. Yeah, I've seen Rocky, man. You can't even catch. Him. Oh, yeah. How are you gonna catch it and piss on it, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other word that people may not know is simping, and I was trying to define that to John, and I couldn't really do it. Okay. Uh, simping is any type of effort that a man goes through, and I guess a woman could do it, but for unrequited love. So, like, if a chick is not really feeling you, and you keep doing a bunch of shit that you really have no business doing for this chick, you are simping, my man. You are a simp. Yes. And every man in his life has probably gone through a period of time where he was a simp or he simped for some chick. Yes. So it's it should be a unifying thing, but you know a lot of people get upset when you call him a simp. But hey. <laughs> Well, see, I misunderstood a little bit. I thought it was just if a guy's going above and beyond with a woman he's already with. No. It's like, look at that stuff, motherfucker. No, you're talking about if it's unrequited. Yeah, like if it's a chick that, oh, okay. like, say, um, say you take this chick out on a date and you, like, I don't know, her car breaks down, you get her car fixed and you pay her rent. Like, Holy like you are, you are simping, especially if yes. you're not getting okay. no pussy off of that. That's you are right. Simp. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. So in other words, they took the term stupid fucker and elevated it to sin. Yes. Is that right? To make it a little yes. more easy going. Yes. I got you. More politically correct. Oh. Yeah, I got you. Well, that's something you can say in front of my mom and she would be like, what? She wouldn't be a fan. It's kind of elderly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the elderly, man, when I think of the elderly, I think of the Amish. Dexter, what did you do to piss off the Amish today, man? Well, uh, one of my favorite actresses, uh, Alexa Eames, was in a Hallmark Channel uh, movie last night called The Shunning. And so uh, because I'm friends with her and she was on it, it was the first time she's on cable, I started live tweeting about it. And it's about the Amish. And now the Amish nation wants to kill me. You know, it's like um, I made a joke. Here's the joke I actually made. Uh, this kid was, was ordered to eat his pie as punishment. In other words, he's like talking at the dinner table and they uh, – and the, the dad wanted him to shut up, so he said, just eat your pie. And so I said, this kid was just told to eat his pie as punishment. I'm converting to Amishism immediately. Okay? That's what I said. And so the producer of the show had been seeing this. He put it on the Facebook of the actual show. And so some people started coming behind it and, like, talking about, um, you know, that's disrespectful. And, you know, that's, that's not funny and it's not respectful. And I'm thinking, okay, um, the Amish don't use technology. So, you know, either an Amish is violating their own laws or somebody who's not even Amish that's pissed off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know. And it's just uh, now I'm going to have to start looking for those orange triangles everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever had a stoplight and a, and a horse and buggy rolls beside you, 
Run, <laughs> run. <laughs> yes, and I don't know what what do the Amish use for weapons? You know, I mean, I mean, do they, do they have like a musket or something? I don't know. I mean, here Dude, I'm gonna get I'm, more trouble with the Amish. Hey, man, if that shoe fly pie is actually a shit pie, then I think I'd use that as a weapon if I was on. <laughs> I would be like a drive-by shitting. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and that's the other thing too is he, the the mother of the 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 boy actor who's like five or six uh, actually replied behind that and said that said shoe fly pie is nasty and the kid didn't like it. You know? <laughs> so the actual kid who was in the show, his mother was talking about that. So. It is a punishment. So, uh, but still, <laughs> I've yet to see. Wait, the but what are the what are the fucking Amish doing on a Facebook page? Because like they Precisely. they're supposed to go without electricity, electronic entertainment, exactly. yeah. central heating, or air conditioning, oh. and automobiles and mustaches. Yeah. What do, you, do you have to be born into it, or can you just? I mean, maybe these are people that are trying to get into being Amish so they can pick up chicks or something. You know? Well, they do fuck a lot. Like it's, I saw something that said. Um, <laughs> The Amish family averages seven children, and about 25% have 10 or more children. That is a lot of fucking yeah. money. Man, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, man. Birth control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they got the beard of awesome, too. I mean, their beard is awesome. They are. They, they are the best. Do, do, do you think they take their beards and beat their children? I mean, it's, it could be a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, but I don't want any Amish assassins coming after me. No, I don't. <laughs> Yo, Karen, they're after Karen now for what you I know. Said. The whole tribe, my bad. They got enough up up Yeah, they'll, they'll, be here in real. Six or, they'll be here in six or seven years. I know. You, uh... I keep talking shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be too old to fend them off then, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but your, your show is sponsored by Taser, so yeah. I mean, you can just zap them with that, man. They won't know what They don't happened. even believe in that. They'll be like, what the fuck? Electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder about that. It's like you said, like the, you know, the little wagon pulls up next to you or whatever they get. I'm wondering, what would they use for their drive-by? <laughs> <laughs> I know they have pitchforks. That's the only thing I've ever seen. It'd be a horse-by. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, uh, they're definitely after me now. So, yeah. but yeah, it just it struck me as funny because you know you always get in these altercations with people on Twitter or whatever, and it's, who cares? You know, you just you, you shout at each other a little bit and you move on. But the fact that a, a group of people who don't even use technology was coming after me. Yeah, yeah they create their own mail system. Like they they don't even use the fucking mail. And it, but one thing I do like about them though is they don't use welfare or any government assistance. Like yep. the only, they yep. don't like draw social security, join the army. Or, yep. or get anything from the government. So that's cool. No. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know what else? It's like, hey, you need a house? I'm gonna, everybody's gonna come together and build your house. Period. Yeah, you so know? that. And so there's no house payments. You don't have to deal with a bank. It's like, hey, got a new house thing. They don't pay taxes then? Um, I don't know if they pay taxes or not. I mean, I'm sure Uncle Sam gets his shit. You know, you know. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, Uncle Sam's always getting his yeah. shit. <laughs> like, y'all gotta come off a half of that butter, you know. <laughs> whatever, whatever they do. That goat's milk, we want 25%. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you'll be all right, man. I mean, it's never good oh, yeah, yeah. It's to just... piss off all the Amish, man. Yeah, man. You yeah, do the have Amish to nation is pissed, but yeah, hopefully you won't go past old Salem. You know, that's <laughs> oh, that's right, man. <laughs> and we went to old Salem for like our um for like some school trip, man. All that shit did was remind me of slavery. Like I was like, what the fuck, man? I, I do not belong here. Yes, they're talking about yay, yay, hell. This yeah. does not look fun. Yeah, they were like, they do everything the old way, make griddle cakes, and I was like, y'all probably didn't make any yes. of this. Glass so yeah, no. like, oh. Yeah, you probably tell someone to make griddle cakes and whatever. Like, oh, we need cider. Go get the cider. Okay, boss. Like, <laughs> that was one thing I was saying last night too. That I bet they cook really good, you know, because it's all homemade and from scratch and stuff. So I will tell you, I bet Amish food is probably. I will good. tell you this: those griddle cakes, delicious! Oh my god, <laughs> I've never tasted 
fucking griddle cakes that good in my life. It did some type of like yes. iron skillet shit. Oh yes, but probably because it was made old fashioned. You know, they used to make stuff out of lard and out of the yeah. most fat yeah. shit you can eat. Yeah. But they work on the farm and they raise their own crops, so, so they, they don't never, get fat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Karen has cost my diet like a hundred pounds because I mean she's talking about pizza all day today. She's talking about Chick Fil A, uh, some kind of milkshake from Chick Fil A. A couple. Oh, of banana pudding. Banana pudding. It's awesome. And she's going in like exquisite detail. And by, I gotta turn off the podcast and go get some. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think people underestimate my love for food and for sleep. And when I talk about it, the passion just radiates out of me. And I'm just, I, you just, I just want to share the love with everybody. <laughs> yeah, if you can figure out a way to combine food and naps at the same time, oh. John, she's talking about making love to her bed. Yes, it is the most beautifulest thing in the world. Yeah. Roger said, I'm going to leave him for the bed. If I could marry my bed, I would. I do bed, I do. Anyway, we have questions for Scatterdog Production. Sound like you're now, a little still. I have, now, I have questions of my own first that I want to ask. And then, and then we'll get to the, the questions that listeners submitted because a lot, there's a lot of them. Um, awesome. So, um, first thing I want to know, man, uh, what are your exact roles in 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 making a movie for you and John? And uh, that's you go first, then John. Okay. Well, first of all, we are separate companies. He, he's Faust Studios, okay. and I'm Shadow Dog Productions. So he'll do some of his own stuff, and I'll do some of my own stuff, and then we combine for like most of our stuff. But uh, when we work together, I'm the writer. The executive producer and uh, sometimes the editor, you know, and then he's the director and executive producer, and he'll sometimes do the editing. So, uh, pretty much everything that the stuff I love to do is casting, writing, and editing. Those are my passions when it comes to filmmaking, you know. And, and uh, John, uh, you know, you summed it up pretty well. I, I'm also deeply involved in casting. I'm very picky about who um the i tend to look into the eyes of the actors and because there's a lot i mean you know hey acting is lying per se but i mean if it's not believable you're not going to sell it in the audience and i do like a lot of tight shots and i like emotions and so um i i don't like to trust someone you know like a casting agent that to just gather up and, and that's that includes like featured extras and stuff i just i would rather not have any pitfalls at you know when someone's watching the the movie short film commercial music video you name it and um and be pulled out of the experience because some moron looks into the camera or someone's supposed to be weeping and they're laughing or just you know, <laughs> something like that so and, and it, it happens a lot it's a big headache and i, I can't beat people on camera so it's that anyway, so. i think that's what happened to christian bell <laughs> Some lighting guy like, walked by and he lost his feet. Oh, oh, that was insane, man. Like it, you know, man after ever. like 20 minutes, he said, you know, you're you're a pretty good guy. And I thought, all right, this douchebag is going to turn on around and say, I'm sorry, man. I, I lost my shit because of all the pressure upon me or whatever. And then he was like, but you're still a motherfucker. Like, wow, man. You, you've, you know, I don't think any apologies are going to help you out. You know, uh, you know that, no. the worst part is I watched the entire movie going, so what scene was so fucking emotional yeah. that he and then, flipped hey, a fool, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was I, one with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard when when he's like, uh, when he gets, he's getting ready to go off and do something, well, he's leave her behind or something. He's talking about his mom, I think. Yeah, he was talking to her about his mom or something, because I know she was there, but you don't hear a word of her on the tape. She's probably hiding under a chair somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> she never says a word. <laughs> But it's then, like you know, Karen but, talking about when she hears some shit break out at uh, Wendy's or something. She's out of there. I know. Yes, I, I don't say right. But Christian wasn't even the star. That's what, you know, it was the other dude, the, the Australian guy. Yes. 
Mr. Avatar. He was the star. So why the hell did Christian Bale think that, you know, well, I've got all this pressure on me, you know, so. <laughs> Do you think that was like the 10th time that dude came across there? He was like, that is it, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've been staring at you for three hours. I'm tired. You know, that is a good point. Like, You know, I had to be like that. I mean, maybe it's yeah. probably like the 50th time this dude right. did that. Like, he, he was just patient and patient and patient. He was like, if this motherfucker yeah. come in here one more time. I'm going to cuss him out. Yeah, that is that is that is funny. Like, what if that was but, happening? But you know, the flip of it could have just been that he was sucking that day, and he was like, "Dear God, yes. send me someone I can blame." You know? <laughs> yes, Batman, where he was like, "In the same you bought." John has hoped out before. We were shooting at a prison one time, and these rednecks came in and were trying to steal shit off the walls. Right? Oh, and they're like making all this noise. And John, he's kind of a big guy anyway. He comes out there all hawked out, and and he's ready to just like Hulk smash. It was, well, there, was only, there was only 12 of them, and I had permission, and they didn't to be there. So I was more than a little pissed off. They kept blowing the tape, so yeah. Aww. Yeah, I always, I always think it's funny, though, because like, when an actor goes off in general, like yeah. like actors when I was growing up were like the kids that went to drama class and shit. So like, it's not <laughs> like they were kicking anybody's ass, but no. like when I heard Christian Bell go off, I was like, wow, I would have been scared. But then if I was actually there, I'd probably be like, man, if you don't sit your ass down... <laughs> what are you like five eight? Obviously, everybody else is sitting around with the big, you know, deer in the headlight eyes because he's like, McGee, come over here and tell this guy he's a motherfucker, whatever. And, I, and no one's saying anything. It's like, wow, man, Bell, you're a dick. Yeah. What awesome. would even been funnier if if he wasn't a broke character and just started like Shakespeare quoting him to make it get down? <laughs> Thou art, Bell, get the hell down. You know, it was funny too because you know Christian Bell is like English or some shit. Like he's not even from America. Yeah. He oh, had like yeah, yeah. four accents in that fucking rant. <laughs> <laughs> he was all over the place. I was like, "Oh, is he from Boston?" See, now? That's what like, happened when you multilingual. <laughs> yeah, I you bring so. them all out when you get angry. So, <laughs> um, it was almost like Halle Berry from X Men One. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh God, she was supposed to be from Africa. Anyway, uh, uh, next <laughs> next topic. Um, why? Uh-uh. Like, do you guys like? Uh, First of all, this is more of a this is more of a demand than a than a, than a question. Can you, can you guys promise me that you'll never work with Steve Harvey or Tyler Perry? I just I just need a yes, promise. Actually, I won't. And see, what I was going to ask you because I'm like trying to turn the interview back to you again. Uh, what is your beef with those two guys? Oh my god! Because I've been listening since like show 100, so I haven't had time to go back. Oh, uh, they're they're just hustlers, man. Like one. Tyler Perry just uses like the black church church going audience yes, he to, to, to support anything, man. They will watch any anything. fucking thing. And man. it's garbage the, and it's not good. Yeah, the quality of his movies are so bad. <laughs> and and he's not even pretending to like like okay, oh. Dexter, you write, right? You write, you write yeah, parts. Yes. Now part of writing is also dependent upon the actor. You assume the actor will do a good job. Right? And a movie Exactly. Yes. And then John, you you know, as director, you know that a fucking movie camera can 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 record from closer than fifty feet away, right? <laughs> so so there's no need to write explicit emotional content into the actual character. Yeah. You can say, Listen, your character just lost her son, she's very upset, you know, she's going so now she's gonna confront her husband and you're gonna find out in this scene that her husband kind of blames her for her son dying in a car accident with her right so now you don't need to fucking like literally write that into the script where it's like you blame me for our son dying in the car accident and you know the guy's like yes i do 
That's just yeah. like in Futurama where they say, you know, you can't have the characters state how they feel. That makes me very angry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Except at least in Futurama, they're they're aware. Like they're they're aware of the joke. They're like, we know that this yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I wasn't so upset with him for you know making the movies. I was more upset when people started defending that bullshit. And they told me like, man, you're just hating on a brother for getting some money. Like, no. <laughs> You, you can't you can't support low quality shit and then think it's beyond fucking criticism. Yes, and and yeah, I've taken exactly. drama before, and the way he writes his stuff. He, well, for those of you that don't know, Tyler Perry uh, did plays, and when he did the plays, he traveled all across the country, and a lot of the the black church audience supported him. So when he went to the movies, that same group is still supporting him. And so when he does his movies, he writes them like plays. So, and it's funny though, because I'm going to look, and I took a little bit of drama, not a whole lot. I, I, I'm surprised somebody don't go stage left, stage right. Right. And the thing is, a play is a different format. Like, yes, it is. In a play, first of all, people don't even go to plays necessarily for the story. Like, no. play is a little different. A play, you can actually know the entire story, line by line, yeah. and you'll still yeah. go see the shit, because you're like, yes, look, it's Fiddler on the Roof. I've seen it 50 million times. I want to fuck yeah. it again. Yes. You know, nothing's different, you know, but fuck it. I want to see it again. See this guy do it. Right. Yeah. So, so that's... Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a concert in a way. Like right. Yes. But if you took a camera and filmed a play, that doesn't make it a yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> it's not a movie. That is a play on fucking film. It's very frustrating. And, and, and on top of that, whenever you do a play, your emotions has got to be felt by the person right in front of you, all the way to the person at the back of the theater. Yeah. So, so you can write a drama. Yes, you can write a line where you're actually being emoting like way over the fucking top because like. The guy in the balcony needs to fucking know that you're sad. Yes. You know? <laughs> or you're happy or right. you're depressed. Or but in a, in a movie, you can literally have a single tear go down somebody's eye and that could be yes, a right. lot more expressive than somebody going, why, Lord, why, why? Oh, <laughs> uh, beat me for the 50th time. I'm going to leave. Bitch, just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't it. Now you're talking about lifetime play. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's John's big pet peeve when actors are too theatrical. They've been doing a lot of theater, and they come in and audition for us, and then they're, they're too theatrical. Oh, yes. there was this one dude, remember him from Desdemona, and, and oh, this yeah. character was um, his ghost child, whatever. But anyway, it's like this guy was so, he was just had so much theater in him. He was like, Desdemona, get off that bed, duck. like, Jesus, I'm, I'm being evangelized or something. And, and it's just totally, totally different thing that I needed out of the actor. Like, so, you, you want to tell them, like, hey, guy, there's going to be boom mics, you know? Gonna, <laughs> yeah. We're going to have sound people there. Don't You don't have to uh, tell the guy outside the theater. That, that <laughs> get it. Uh, somebody walking in the street across the street is like, damn, somebody in there is sad. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, the reason I don't like Steve Harvey is because he's just a relationship peddler. Like he's yes. he's not actually giving he's, anybody he's good advice. He's he says common sense things, and then people go, oh my god, that is great advice. And and then meanwhile, <laughs> so it's like Doctor Phil or something like that. Kind of like Doctor Phil, but imagine if Doctor Phil uh had was divorced twice, cheated on his wife, and, and like didn't leave her with any money and shit like yeah. that. And, but and, and imagine if Doctor Phil's hairline was sprayed on, right? And if his mustache is like a, a worm, right? And, and he tells you like he'll still say shit like. 
Listen, women, this is what men do. Okay, men are gonna they're gonna cheat on you unless you do such and such. And you're like Well he should fucking Right. You're like, dude, that's that's actually just you. Like <laughs> like that's that's how you cheat on women. Like that that could be a different way to do it. Or he's like, uh, you know, the, when you talk to a man, first of all, if he doesn't go to church, he is going to cheat on you. So you got to make him go to church. I'm like, fuck you, Steve Harvey. I've been put in the church in like ten years. I don't cheat on anybody. Suck my dick. <laughs> anyway, don't worry. But there's a lot of that advice on Twitter too. It's like uh, people are talking about like uh, you are, you deserve to be single if you hit your woman. Well, no shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, let's be a little obvious here. Yeah, seriously, yes. But you know, talking about vernacular, like early talking about ratchet and stuff like that. I mean, you know, if you're hitting your wife physically abusing, then that's bad. But if you're hitting your wife having sex, then that's that's a good yeah. thing. So. Once again, you know, I think that's the downside to Twitter. You post something, and then, you know, people take it whichever way they understand to interpret the certain words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no true. yeah, that is true. I hate explaining myself on Twitter. I had to actually – somebody unfollowed me today because I saw they, couldn't take, that was they couldn't take a note. Them. Jesus. I was like, well, how did you follow me in the first place? I don't – Yeah, it was a <laughs> joke. I went back because I always see, like, the fallout of the shit that happens to you. You know, yeah. it's like I'll see the reaction, and I keep going back further and further in the timeline until I finally see what started. So I was expecting you to say something, like, totally off the wall. Right. right? And it was a funny joke you said. So – I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, if you're this sensitive, then maybe you should have never followed me in the first place. I, <laughs> I, I'm not very PC. I don't know if no, you know this. And, and he's not. And the funny part about it is that – they follow me following him and then they get mad at me because they said you talk about naps too much i had somebody tell me that you know what wow. you don't know i said you must be a new follower i nap a lot and if you don't like not like nap time i'm not the one to yeah follow. exit stage exit stage left you entitled yes. motherfucker yes, like, what what is, yeah. it's my timeline and it's my twitter i can type what the yeah, fuck and I why, want to. why are you informing me yeah. why did you inform me i'm unfollowing you but it, there's an unfollow button that discreetly unfollows yeah, exactly. me, and I would never fucking know. You wanted me to know. Right, yeah. That's like those people that go to, like, who unfollowed me? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah exactly. Who, who, who gives a fuck, really? Yeah, I, I, don't, even, I've never got I don't even care. You know, just just leave. Just leave. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I will either just notice. You know, I guarantee you this. I will never notice you left. <laughs> I guarantee you that. How about that? You don't want to talk to me? Fine. I don't. I don't want to talk to you. Anyway, um, <laughs> another question I had was: Have you guys ever thought about fuck it? Just fuck it. I'm filming pornography. It's more profitable and it's easier to do. I, let's just go straight porno and forget like dealing with real actors and just put this shit on the internet and sell it real quick. Have you? Have you guys ever thought about that? Oh hell! When the drop, uh, when the bottom dropped out back in 2008, I mean, any time that the economy is just absolutely flatlined, and I'm watching some of my acquaintances, you know, not lose their profit because they're doing porn, and yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's times I, I don't, I, I don't know, man, I, I I doubt I would do it, but um, but it's tempting, man, because it, it beats out, um, you know, horror movies. Yeah, so. it seems easy. <laughs> Like, I, I think I would do it, but um, the only problem is, like, one, 
Um, like, cause people always are like, oh man, you can fuck all those porn stars. I don't think I would fuck a porn star. Cause I've, I've seen some of their behind the scenes video where they talk about like, yeah, I perform with chlamydia and shit. You're like, oh. No, no, thank you. <laughs> yes. No, yes. not on my casting couch. She was on, on the fritz. I couldn't fuck the day. Yeah. You know, no. no not on, not on my casting couch. No, no thank you, man. Yeah. But I, I've yeah. always wondered about porn bloopers. You know, it's like, you know, you know that's how I like a lot of porn DVDs. But I mean, do they have blooper reels and commentaries and stuff? <laughs> hey, one time I did, one time I had a DVD, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. It's like, Fatty Girl 6. And it, and, and, <laughs> it was like, it was like P-H-A-T. P-H-A-T. Oh, I got you, man. Right, I got yeah, you. yeah, just in case you guys are wondering. So, um, so, so I, I was, I was watching it, but the audio was fucked up. But the commentary audio was fine. So I was, I was watching, like I, I found myself literally watching porn. Like I wasn't even like gonna jack off. I was just like, yeah, man, what was wrong with that chick that day? You know? <laughs> so they tell their little stories like, oh, she had a cold that day. So we had to, you know, do a stunt. Here, yeah. you know? <laughs> hey, you're joking, but that's how it was. They were like, they're like, oh. Did you do the sports play by play? It's like, yeah, hey, do this move because blah, 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 or whatever, you know. Yeah. She was having a bad day. She had a headache. This, was, this girl wasn't as flexible as the other girl. Well, they, were, they would just be like, well, most of it was just like, this girl was a freak. We met her at, like, you know, Big Lots or some shit. Now you're on the spot. We, yeah, like, we actually took her to this restaurant, and, like, this, the scene would start in the restaurant, and they're like, and then, like, one chick, they, like, fucked outside of an apartment complex on the stairs and people were like and like some dude was in his apartment and stuck his head out of his apartment like what the fuck are you guys doing and they were like commenting on that shit like yeah that guy man he was pretty cool he came out and just checked us out for a second and went back in but we, we, knew, we, we knew we needed to go like it was about time to go in case someone called the cops you know yes. it was, it was, but it was, it was actually made the porno better knowing what was going through their head <laughs> Is that there's a whole subgenre of porn where it's like they make they, they kind of mock real movies. So like there's a porn called Saving Ryan's Private. <laughs> I always love how original those names yeah. are. Always those parody porns are the best. The only thing now is yeah. they're starting to do like sitcom parody porn and like it's a little weird because yeah. some of the people the characters who are having sex were like the kids on a sitcom. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't want to see Rudy get fucked, man. That's a little, that's a little too much for me, sir. Raven Simone, that's too far. Danger, danger, Will Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but that apparent, I watched the AVN Awards uh, like a couple weeks ago, and those 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 parody porns were winning some awards. So I guess that's gonna they keep going. Good. Wow. Yeah, I was amazed. I was like that Bat Fucks and Batman, which are two different Batman. Wow. Yeah. One was like the Dark Knight, and the other was like the Adam West Batman. Did he have on the Batman suit? Both of them, of course. Yes. Was Robin there? Robin was in the Batman, like the Batman porn, the one with Adam West. Okay. okay. <laughs> I already see where her mind's at. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, be original. Be, be, stick, 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 stick to originality. But yeah. It was, but I mean, does, mm-hmm, go does DC get a kickback for that? It's like, you know, DC's turning around. <laughs> How you think we're staying afloat? I mean, you know, Disney bought Marvel, and Disney, I mean, and DC is like, nah, we're going to hold out because we got porn money coming in. <laughs> <laughs> How you think we're going to fund the new Superman movie before it's canceled? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> fund it with porn money. Um, so, uh, now, is there any genre of movie that you hate? Like, because 
I hate romantic comedies, and not because the typical, like, I'm a dude, I wouldn't watch that, because, like, I love some of the, like, some romantic comedies are actually good when they're original, like, um, yeah. I don't know if you've already ever seen Chase and Amy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, man, yeah. that's a great movie. That's probably my favorite romantic comedy of all time, but. Well, that was, that was completely out of the box, and had such cool things to say that no one else was, uh, you know, had the balls to say. Yeah. Well, like, you know, like Addicted to Love is one I like because they're mean in that movie, you know? It's not, I, I hate the, the typical format of romantic comedy. It's all the same, you know, it, 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 all, every every cliche they hit, and so it's just, yeah, those are tedious for me, for that reason. Yeah, yeah, so 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 you also, uh, now what genre would you guys say are your, like, maybe least favorite genre of movie to watch? What do you think, John? Uh, you know, I mean, any any genre that's done well... I'll I'll give it a try. You know, I mean, you know, any movie, but I, you know, it's, um, what genre is that stupid uh, The Room? (laughs) (laughs) You ever see the trailer for that? Yeah, I've been hearing nothing but bad things about that. You're killing me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm haunted by that. (laughs) And there's actually any movie, so it'll scar you even further. It's like, why do you want to be in the same room with that dude? That's yeah, but. um, you know, I guess uh, there's some gratuitous uh, horror yeah. stuff that oh my like, it goes too far. I mean, I think being scared is one thing, but when it's like, you know, we're making serial killers, you know, I, that's twisted, you know. Yeah. Well, like uh, yeah, torture porn, you know, like Saw 17 yeah. or whatever they're up to. Yeah. Uh, not my thing. I wouldn't do that. Right. Um, but pretty much it's like, you know, romantic comedy, and they're also romantic comedies are hard to do in the indie market. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, in the indie market, you're looking for either sci-fi Maybe a comedy or horror. And that's pretty much, you know, what makes money in the indie market. So we wouldn't do a romantic. Romantic comedy is like the bottom of the list. Yeah, you know, yeah. the thing about indie romantic comedies is most of them are so like formulaic the other way. Like, and, and I can watch those though because it's always like loser nerd guy who probably cannot get with weird hot chick, <laughs> and then weird yeah. hot chick eventually yeah. comes around to like loser nerd guy, and then they get together. Either that or that loser nerd guy becomes an Amish guy, and he's a stud, right? Yeah. <laughs> Amish stud, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And to see, now you've got the Amish hate, yeah. so who's the only, <laughs> only Rod is left, you know? Rod's no, let me tell you, man. There's some Amish dudes out there going, hell yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, see, see, they're stroking their beers. You know, they buff. You know, they got the milk cows. Yeah. You know, and re- and re- Honestly, and I didn't know where that was going. I, I... <laughs> hey, you ought to be strong. Look, all I know, and I don't... I don't I don't think the Amish will get upset at me because the only thing I'm saying about them is they do a lot of fucking. That's it. <laughs> and I'm not. I can't knock any life where you do that much fucking. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> they yeah. probably don't believe in Viagra either. Yeah. So let me. That's, 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 see, that's the thing about complaining. See, they complained a little bit. And now they're getting hammered the entire. Time. <laughs> <laughs> then you know they, we wouldn't have even brought it up. <laughs> All right. Sometimes just drink a six pack. Now I have uh, I have a friend Jamie. He he submitted an email where he said um, he wants to know. He says ask him, and I like this question: How the increase of professional actors and filmmakers in independent film uh, has basically changed the festivals such as like Kane and Sundance, and impacted the role of truly independent filmmakers. So, like, you know, if a guy, like, you know, an actor, say, like, Ben Affleck decides, I'm going to make my own film, you know, that, where, but he really is going to have a lot of money, he's going to have a lot of studio back, and he's going to get a lot of play on his movie, uh, like the movie that he did about the Boston bank robbers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. 
yeah, like, yeah. Should that be in the same category as a Shadow Dog production film where this motherfucker had everything? Like he's he's pretty much his own studio now yes. and making an independent yeah. film and then they throw that in there with the Trim Reaper and then people are like, well, you know, I like the fact that you know, Ben Affleck was able to fly 27 helicopters during the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you, you know, there's a common misconception about indie movies. The, the term indie movie just means any movie not made by the top six studios. That's well, it. They used to they used to say that it, it was an independent movie if you had a budget of uh, three, like right around three million dollars. So, and I know Sundance. If you made a movie, it didn't matter how kick-ass it was, two hundred fifty grand, whatever, like they have on Sci-Fi Channel, and um, they would be like, "Well, that's not really a movie because you didn't spend three million dollars on it," you know. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it's crazy. But I, you know, the the interesting thing is, you know, like for Ben Affleck, it's almost like you know, if Steven Spielberg did a short film and we did a short film. We would be graded on the curve, no matter how good our stuff was. And yes. hit the expectations for Spielberg's movie, it had better be, you know, he can't experiment. I mean, it's just, there's no room for error, because if he fucks up in the least, then he is crucified. Versus, you know, it's like, ah, well, you know, they did it on a budget of five grand, or fifteen grand, or fifty, or whatever. So we're, we're graded on the curve. So it, it's, you know, it, it's give and take. I don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I don't, I don't take fact. it too personally, because, you know, um, Hopefully we'll get to that level, you know, where we can have our 27 helicopters for no other reason than the fact we got 27 helicopters in our movie. Yeah, you know, so. that's what Michael Bay does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like, people shit on Michael Bay. I fucking love Michael Bay. Me too. That dude is like I a like testosterone stuff. fucking wet yes. dream. I like stuff blowing up. I like big robots. Yeah. I like it all. Seriously, if you, if right. you don't like... Yeah, you know, the internet is, is create a situation where people just constantly shit on everything, yeah. right? Yes. You know, but the way I approach movies is... That question that the Russell Crowe asked in Gladiator. Were you not entertained? Exactly. You know? And, and if I you were entertained, it doesn't matter. Like, if it had plot holes, whatever, you know, they didn't have the right kind of costume or whatever. Who cares? Were you entertained or not? That's all yeah. I can fuck I'm not going to lie, man. If you don't like Michael Bay movies, man, we probably can't kick it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit is awesome. Yes. Titties, blowing up yes. shit, robots. Who the fuck is against that? And on top of that, here is my 1750. Right. I will pay it. Who would no disagree problem. with that? Like, oh, you know what? I didn't like how the robots just the, the acting with the robots wasn't as up to par as I thought it was. <laughs> Optimus Prime didn't show his emotions. Yeah. When they, when they, I couldn't feel his pain. When they kidnapped Martin Lawrence's daughter, I didn't feel the pain that he was going. No. Fuck that, man! He blew some shit up. That's all that matters. When I was in Bad Boys uh, Two, and they were like, "Now we're going to Cuba," I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, man. And has some awesome chase sequences. It's got his trademark. You know, I'm gonna rotate around these two people in the sunset until the sun sets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I love it, man. Hell yeah. All right. Um, here's another question: Of everything ever produced, uh, which work would have been the one that you wish you would have been involved with? And this is by GatorBell1980 on Twitter. Well, for me, it would be Inception, just because that was just such a bomb-ass movie, you know. Um, and maybe uh, like Memento or any of those mind-blowing movies. And we have a we have one called Playing the Devil that's kind of mind-blowing. And yeah. it's nothing like those movies, but it, that's what we aspire to. Right. That, so I love those kind of mind-blowing. Just like you get to the end, you're like, wait a minute, I gotta watch this again right now. You know? Yeah. That's what I like. What about you, John? Dude, you know, I mean, like. 
I go back to Star Wars, which was really the definitive moment when I was sitting in that movie theater in 77, and I was just, wow. Because, I mean, like, my, my mom and dad used to just drop me off at the movies to watch, you know, like, Disney talking mule bullshit, you know. I mean, it was always just like, whatever, you know, it's just Disney, Disney, Disney. And, hey, you know, it's popcorn fair, whatever. But when I saw Star Wars, I was just, damn, this is what I want to do, you know. And so if I could have been... Uh, in one of those masks in the cantina, that would have run. <laughs> but I would have known I was there. Man, that, that cantina scene is one of the fucking badasses scenes of yes. all time. I watched it again yeah. the other day. I didn't even realize like how badass it was. He cut a dude's fucking arm off in the bar, <laughs> and then three yeah, seconds later, piece of them. Yeah, yeah, three seconds later, uh, they're playing uh, music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then they sit down and have a full fucking conversation with a dude's arm on the ground, twenty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Is yeah, that? I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're right. I can Seriously. never have. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can't even do that at the club. They don't believe in space time. <laughs> no, you never. I've it's never been like anywhere in my life where a dude got stabbed, and then we were like, all right. So, like I was saying. Yeah, yes. exactly. this motherfucker came and yeah. interrupted me. Are we gonna are we saying. gonna order the fries or not? That's what I was. Yeah, there was all these <laughs> sword attacks you keep reading. There was no other conversation after that, right? People <laughs> are just talking about the sword attacks. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know, man. Um, all right. Hey, so let me ask you a question, right quick, if that's all right, all right man. No. Hey, so. In the original movie, Han Solo shot first. He's a badass, you know what I mean? Uh, and then, of course, in the reboot, it's like, you know, uh, the, the, the um, what's his head? Greedo, Greedo shot. I mean, he's like two damn feet away, and the guy's yeah. a bounty hunter, but he's going to miss. Right. You know what I mean? And then Han blows him away because it was self-defense. So anyway, I've never agreed <laughs> with that. But what, what is your, you know, did that kind of fuck with you when you saw the, the remake or redo or whatever, re-envisioning that uh, Lucas did where he wanted Han to be a... A very good guy, wear the little Catholic halo above his head the whole time. <laughs> yeah. The word you're looking for is pussy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I think I think for me, uh, it doesn't bother me as much as uh, other people, but it's only because I recognize that it's stupid. Obviously, it's stupid, <laughs> but I don't. I, I fight my nerd gene hard. Like I fight. I don't want to be one of those nerds that gets pissed off at Star Wars because Star Wars was cool to me because I was ten. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and if I fucking lose that. Then I'll be like, and I don't, no offense to my nerds that listen to this, I'll be like those nerds that, that fucking, you know, are like, fuck this movie. Like, I'm not gonna be like, yeah. fuck George Lucas. Like, nah, man, appreciate the childhood memories. Yeah. Everything's not as cool at 32 <laughs> as the shit was when I was 10. And on top of that, right, right. I'm sorry, and on top of that, when me and Roderick watches movies, he's watching from a nerd gene. I'm, I always have a clean slate a lot of the times. So my perspective of the movie is kind of different from his a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, we walk out of a lot of movies where I... First of all, Karen likes everything. Yes. Number one. And, and if, when I, yeah. Karen, I, Karen I, likes I, that we went to the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, I'm either 10 or 1. It, what was that movie we went to go watch that I hated so bad? It was the so Vinci fucking Code? boring. Yes. The first adventure Code. That was the most boringest ass movie I've ever seen. I've watched some bad movies on that. Yeah, she was very upset that night. I've watched Master P's movie, and I've watched movies with Trina in them, and this shit was terrible. And yeah. I and, and it was so funny because Roger's daddy asked us what we thought about the movie. Roderick said it was okay, and then I went off in a ten-minute rant on how I wasted my money. Yeah, she was Tom Hanks' hair included in that. Rant? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. She made me, yeah, made that was... me hate the movie. Like I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Fuck it, I hate the movie. Yeah, I wasn't that dedicated. Now, if I could be involved in any movie, 
I would have said uh, Piranha 3D or Black Dynamite because I like titties and I like having fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I would have went for the fun experience and not the epic movie. Like uh, I was like, man, guess how many titties I saw though, you know? <laughs> like yeah, but I, I did Star Wars. I, it's an epic movie. Everybody's gonna know it for like eighty million years. I'll be like, yeah, but there were no titties there. <laughs> and I guess for me, if I had to pick a movie, and I guess because we went back and see, I would love to be in Breaking. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why? Huh? Why Breaking? Because it was a childhood memory for me, and I used to dress like that. Oh, okay. Like, like when I was a little kid, I used to used to want to learn how to break dance. We used to get like the cardboard box. You did have a Jerry curl. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> curl check. Had tight suits check. Yeah. <laughs> Now that was before that was before we started dating. I just yes, I, I, I had a beat, <laughs> I, I had a beatbox check. You know, yeah. I, I was I was covered. So another guy asked, people's critic says, "What bad movie would you like to remake?" Uh, what do you think, John? Wow, um, wow. You know, I don't know. I haven't. I'd like to remake Sucker Punch and have that budget. Have more than twenty minutes of plot. You know. <laughs> You know, so, I would look over my movie collection, but I, I only have uh, movies that I like. But man, movie. Well, you know what, Daredevil. I would redo that. Oh, one. Daredevil, cool character, very yeah. deep. And when Ben Affleck ass fucked that man, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just, I mean, like, you know, man, uh, yeah, it was just. Totally- they had a great cast. I loved like every actor who was in it, you know. And it, but man, it just didn't fly. Uh-huh. For yeah, Fox just know? doesn't give a fuck. That's what that is. Box, like, we got this this Marvel studio title. Uh, let's run with it, you know. Well, a lot of times they'll make movies to keep the license. Oh. Like if they don't make a movie within a certain number of years, they have to get the license back to oh, the like comic. original Fantastic Four. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which is but why they know, keep why they made a sequel to Fantastic Four was only to keep the license. That's yeah. the only reason. I didn't know that. But you know what was stupid? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've you've got Daredevil and then you've got Elektra. So it went from like you know hell to another greater depth of hell man it was just <laughs> and and for me a movie i would like to remake i can't think of the name what was that terrible movie we made? this is the two, two movies i hate what was that terrible movie we went to go see that was said it was in 3d it wasn't in 3d had that big ass monster in it that they kept showing oh in the, my in God. The preview. first of all that was a remake clash of the Titans. Clash of oh Titans. that was a piece of shit that movie was terrible i hate movies when they do a preview don't show me every fucking thing in the preview you. Then you yeah. say it's 3D, and the only thing yeah. that was in 3, 3D was the damn little people that was two inches tall in the front. The monster wasn't even 3D. Fuck that. And it was three hours. You wasted my time. And I paid you 17.50 for that shit. I want See, my I money think back. I like hateful Karen more than I like nappy Karen. <laughs> it's normally doesn't. It's awesome. normally doesn't happen much, but oh no, I'm so, I'm so, as my, as my, as my, show, my emotions are coming forth about the movies that I dislike. Okay, so, no. <laughs> Katrina Katrina Peshka writes in. She says, "Hopefully, I'm not too late with questions. Please ask Dex, Dexter what his favorite movie moment involving pie is." <laughs> also, please ask both Dexter and John what their favorite genre to film is. And if this differs at all from their favorite genre to watch for fun. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go first, John. Uh, okay. I'm going to have to think about the pie thing. Because uh, like, I never saw American Pie. Because if you're going to violate a pie and not eat it, then I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want to eat the pie. Yeah. Right? You know, so. 
you know, you're going to violate a pie like that, you need your ass whipped. And you don't want to be a fluffer in that movie, eh, Dad? No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, like, uh, as far as, like, you know, we started out doing, like, high dramas, you know, there's a very low sense of humor, and, and you were just, like, uh, uh, mind breakers for one of the first movies we did, and Desdemona was so serious, and Final Archive was so serious. And then we, we kind of stumbled onto uh, doing a comedy with Gorilla, and then we just fell in love with doing comedies. You know, it's just so much fun, and you're laughing, and we just, it, it, that's my favorite thing to, to do. But my favorite thing to watch is like uh, science fiction movies. That or you know anything that's got a lot of special effects, some kind of supernatural angle. I love to watch those movies, but I love to make comedies. Uh, what do you think, John? You know, um, one aspect of this, you know, I've um, I've been involved with a couple of horror movies, both on the cinematography, and I'm also an actor in one that'll be coming out. It's called Rags, and it's coming out. I don't know, maybe in the next six months, nine months, somewhere in there. I think uh, Chris has found distribution, but you know, it's like. Even surrounded by some of the people that I knew, and everybody was nice on the set, don't get me wrong, but there is a inherent dark vibe that goes with horror when you're on the set versus when you're doing a comedy or something lightweight, then it's a totally different vibe. And I agree with Dexter. I mean, like, you know, to, to be involved, to go to the set every day and everybody be happy and laughing and whatever, you know, I mean, that, that's the best kind of set. So, to do a comedy like when we were doing nerds everybody was you know happy and joking around and stuff and it was a family comedy and that that kind of changed the dynamics as well and um so that that was really fun i i i think i prefer doing um you know like action sci-fi as a director and then it's of course what i watch i love sci-fi that's probably my favorite genre but you know action i love stuff blowing up and uh but there again i mean like i appreciate when I look at a movie, I look at it from so many different angles. So it's not just, you know, is the story there? It's how was it shot? How was it lit? How would the, the actors pull it off? Did the director suck? Did the editor take everything that was beautiful and make it shit? There's just so many different aspects of it. And it's like Moulin Rouge is one of the most perfect movies, and it's a musical, which is not my favorite at all. I'm not big on musicals, but Moulin Rouge kicks ass, you know? And so, you know, and then again, there's – anyway, so I, I – it, I don't even know if I answered your question. I'm very passionate about movies, so I get to talking, man, and I don't want to take a nap either. So, <laughs> but our next movie is going to be an action movie. So it's set 100 years ago. It's going to be a shootout in a courthouse and everything. So it'll be our first action movie where we're going to have like 57 shots going off in 90 seconds. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that, but yep. not a comedy, not really a whole lot of laughs. Now, what about the pie question? Oh, the pie. Well, I, I can't think of, like, you know, cinematic pies. I mean, you know, there's not, like, a whole lot going on with cinematic pies. Um, well, comedies back in the old days, you know, like Three Stooges, they were all, always getting you know, Again, you're violating the pie, man. You're, like, throwing that shit instead right. of eating it. So, I can only think of one, um, and that's Stand By Me, where they had the pie-eating contest. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah. Again, like yeah, you know, that's too much. Yeah, money. then he well, threw you up. Leave, you know, listen. To me. Yeah, yes. But I wouldn't yeah, mind yeah, being but, one of the other dudes, though. You know, yeah. they got a lot of pie for nothing. <laughs> sure, you come in second place, but you didn't throw up. You know, fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, those eating contests are so disgusting where the people are shoveling down all those hot dogs and shit. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, 
that doesn't repulse me. Yeah, you're right. Pie is one of the more disrespected foods in movies. Like it is. It's like you yeah. cut up in a pie and then like it's really like a finger comes out or some shit and you're like, oh. Oh yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, well, like, another one is uh, uh, what was that thinner? Yes. You know the made from Oh but yeah. Again, yeah. It's like they be either disrespecting, violating, raping pies, yeah. <laughs> or they're throwing pies. Ain't nobody ever just sitting down just eating pie, enjoying it, making love to that. That's pie, a good point, man. Well, they did in American. Oh, no, yeah, you, you, you took you went dark side with what I said. <laughs> <laughs> talking about, talking about loved her bed. Yeah. She ain't talking about uh, Natalie Portman in Black Swan. Oh, no, <laughs> not not that far. Yeah, we. Yeah. No, no. Now, uh, Dexter, uh, somebody wrote me. Um, how do you start character development in your scripts? Is it all preset, or do you hammer it out as you're writing? Well, the way I write is, um, you know, a lot of people will write with an outline. And I don't. I kind of like I have an idea, and then I have to write to find out the idea. You know, it's like I, you know, that it comes to me as I write. So a lot of times, the character development will come after the fact. It's like, okay, well, you know, this guy needs to hate his mama, so that's why he kills her at the underwater. You know, and so it'll actually, it's there's like two kinds of writers. You know, like Stephen King is the kind of writer I am. I'm not near that level, but and then there's people that have like a meticulous outline and they outline everything. And and I can't do an outline for shit or a synopsis. I pretty much just have to cram it out. You know, so, you don't start out with like a, a character bio because I mean that's the way I've always started. Is I design the characters just so I know what they would and wouldn't do and wouldn't say in the script. And it comes to me, it's, it's like I have to actually write it out to discover the story and discover the characters. It, yeah, that would be like a first. I guess you could say I have like a really long outline because it's my first draft, and then I'll <laughs> get it, you know, straighten it up and like fix some stuff. If there needs to be a gun in the drawer in chapter two or whatever, I'll go back and yeah. put it in there. Nobody ever sees that first draft. But uh-huh. Uh, and then somebody asked for uh for Fouts. They'd like to know film festivals. Thoughts? Your favorite it's like that's a very general question. Your favorite dream festival for county courthouse tragedy. So that is a pretty detailed uh question. They must know some stuff about you. You know, it's whatever film festival that Steven Spielberg or Ron Howard or, you know, some big name's gonna attend and it just by the galaxy aligning for the film, they will be there and they will watch it. You know, so I don't know, man. I, you know, I mean, film festivals are cool. I, I, there's, they're mixed bags. Sometimes it's a matter of just getting some morals for your website. So it's like, hey, we won in the Fuzzy Fred uh, film festival. <laughs> but then there are certain ones that are kind of prestigious. I, I, you know, I've read, I watch all the behind the scenes stuff on every DVD, and there was that one. Um, Reese Witherspoon movie where uh, the chick from Adam's Family uh, had a pig nose. It was some sort of curse. It's like a family uh, fantasy thing. But anyway, um, that was the first time director. They had seen a short film that did really well in some small film festival. It wasn't even like a huge, well-known film festival up in Virginia. And they found the guy and they said, hey, you want to direct this feature film? We've got millions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I mean, that can it can work out well for you. Cool. Um now another question we got from Titus is how do production companies get financed? Do they take out loans or something? Wow. Well, you can do that. Well, you know, like Kevin Smith ran up twenty eight thousand dollars on his credit card yep. for uh, uh, his first movie, Clerks. Mm. So you can do that. Uh, you can go. You know, Lloyd Kaufman, who's been doing independent movies for thirty years, says he has lips like a woman. He's not afraid to get on his knees. <laughs> so, you know, that, uh, so that's why he always he says he raises his money. But uh, I've never gone that route personally. But uh, you just kind of, I mean, you just have to always be looking, always be open. 
and um, I don't want to give away too many secrets because I want people poaching my money. But that's like the number one asked question that people always ask, and you pretty much like uh, the community. Um, there's a there's a the, where the where the business leaders get together in, in every uh, county. Mm-hmm. Well, I forget what that's called, but uh, you can go there sometimes and pitch things to people. So you just have to yeah. And dentists are a good source because they spend all their time oh. working well, 14 hours a day, and yeah. they don't you know they don't really sp- they make a lot of money. They don't spend it on anything. The problem is you have to go to another county to get your teeth worked on if you're movie bombs. So, uh, <laughs> but you know I think it's a mixed bag. It's like I don't know if you guys know who Bigger Richer are. They're the uh, the West- are they country western groups? Yeah. yeah. Didn't they do? Uh, they did like save a horse, ride a cowboy. That's them. Yeah. That's them, man. And I'd never heard about them until a buddy of mine uh, became friends with them. Anyway, and I'm pretty sure this is from an article versus what I've been told. But anyway, um, it was either Bigger Rich, and they said that they had invested in their you know music career. They'd invested. I forget it was 150 or 100. I don't know. Like. On upwards close to $200,000 on credit cards and whatever else. And he said that literally it was do or die. He would, either, because there's no way in hell he's going to be able to pay that off with 30 yeah, no doubt. stuff. So he knew he was going to make it or he would just have to, you know, like die and that would, you know, write everything off. But so I think, you know, you don't want to extend yourself too far. You want to be wise with it. But if you don't extend yourself, you're never going to go anywhere. So you kind of have to know where to stop. But then once you really put your nuts on the line like he did, then there's no turning back it's like i will succeed and of course he's been very successful and paid that small bill off i'm sure so okay um and my man eddie rice what is <laughs> eddie mentioned that he, he's a guy ed the sports fan on twitter he says what are the easiest ways to be an extra in a movie say you'll do it for free <laughs> that's what I, I thought that was an easy one too. I was like, just show up, yeah. show up. For free. Well, that well, it's, and that's like the pig because that's what all the extras do. I mean, they'll come there and they'll wipe out your craft services table. It's like, I know you ain't eating like that at home, motherfucker. They come, they say, oh, we're on a movie set, we're gonna eat out, you know, just eat it all. Man. But you know, it's of course, I know I'm, I'm one to talk. I'm a fat ass, but. Still. <laughs> But you know, it's like the first feature film that we did. The lead actor came to us and he was really, he was a skateboard looking guy, right? He had that kind of build, you know? And through the marijuana he was smoking and eating everything in my damn house, because we knew we were going to have, everybody else would come in for like three or four days and some were put in hotels, some were put in other homes and stuff. Very low budget feature film. And I decided, well, the lead's going to be there all the way through. He's in every scene, so he can just stay at my house in my guest room. Well, that was the last time I've ever done that. So, but anyway, he ate so much. <laughs> We shot all the stuff where he was like, you know, uh, Mackinac's girlfriend and stuff without a shirt and stuff. We shot all that at the beginning, and damn, if he didn't have a gut by the end. <laughs> it was like this guy had never experienced food. So <laughs> See, and smoking weed, man. All the Cheetos were always gone, and yeah, that dude gained some weight. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, and Travis writes, ask him if his experience in filmmaking has revealed any insight as to why you are so awesome. Um, thank you, Travis. Travis is a really good friend. And uh, I don't know if filmmaking would make anyone know that I'm awesome. But <laughs> I appreciate the question. <laughs> you know what makes you awesome? And this is what impressed me when I did the math on your logo. Was that you tipped over 20%, man. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. your integrity. Yeah. Hey, you know, I keep that up too. Last night, this pizza lady told me... um. I was the biggest tip she got all night, 
And uh, she like she was gonna fucking cry. I was like, you should, wow. you should totally get out of this this job. It's, yeah. it's eleven at night. When you started as a waiter, right? Is that where this came from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a waiter uh, during college and stuff. I wasn't a waiter like every year, but like um, I worked at McDonald's when I was like fifteen. Then I worked at like Wendy's when I was like sixteen or so, which is a whole another bag of shit. And then, um, but I was really smart, so I got internships when I was like 17, 18, and 19. And I was making pretty good money for like a, you know, 17 year old. I think I was making like 15, 16 dollars an hour or something. But it was just during the summer and Christmas. And then that company got bought. And when I was like 20, I had to start doing, I was a waiter. And so I waited tables, and Karen was a waitress like this entire time. I was waiting tables for probably like three or four years. And, I don't know. I always have a soft spot for people in the service industry, and um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I always have a double. Um, it works. It's a double edged sword though, because I definitely dislike when I get shitty service. Because yeah. it's like, exactly. motherfucker, <laughs> I went to work too. It ain't that hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I think uh, I waitress from like sixteen <clears throat> till I was about twenty two, twenty three. Mm-hmm. So I waitress for a long time. I even waitress the entire time I was in school. I waitress summer breaks. I even went to school full time and worked full time waitress in at night. Yeah. So I completely understand the service. And when it comes to working, I'm a hard worker and I always gave people the service that I would want if I was eating. And exactly. most yeah. people um, at the last place I was at, they would actually come in and if I wasn't there, they wouldn't eat there. Like they'd be like, you know what? I'm good. I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, because my thing is that I wanted to treat you like you're somebody. And my the biggest problem I have with the way people treat um, servers is that when they come in, they automatically assume your IQ is low. Like yes. like when yeah. people walk through the door, they automatically assume you got this job because you're stupid yeah. or yeah. you're dumb. And no. for the most part, they're right, but. <laughs> you don't have to assume is what I'm saying. Like, and like the thing is too, like I, 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 I've had tables. Like I literally had a table where this guy forced his, like he forced me to take his daughter's phone number. Oh, yeah. I told him I was like, I have a girlfriend. I, I'm happy. And he's like, listen, listen. If that shit doesn't work out, you need to call my daughter. Oh, wow. And his daughter was right there. I was like, dude, that's, this is crazy. Yes. But I wanted the tip, so I was just like, alright, I'll take it. And I threw that shit away. And then, and then they were, they were on a family trip to a family reunion, right? Mm-hmm. Four days later, they came back. Are you serious? And like, why didn't you call my daughter? I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you want me, you want your daughter to date a cheater? Baby, <laughs> I have one better than that. And I don't think I've told you this before. I was at a restaurant and one dude spoke Spanish and the other dude spoke English. But I think the dude that worked Spanish liked me and I didn't know this because the dude speaking English was like, he likes us. Like, okay, I have a boyfriend. Next thing I know, they started speaking to each other. The dude speaking Spanish started talking to me in Spanish and handed me his telephone number. And I had to politely tell him, no, thank you. Mm. In another language. Yeah, they don't give a fuck, man. They just don't no. respect waiters and shit. Oh, one thing I can say, and and I hate that they passed this law. In North Carolina, you can't smoke in, in none of the restaurants. Fuck that shit. Smokers tip. Yeah, they tip. <laughs> smokers are the best tip. Yeah, smokers are the best tip. Yes, if you give smokers good service, they will tip you, man. Yeah. One of my best tips ever came from this smoker. He was like, he just came in. First of all, he was high as shit. He came in, he came in and he was like, I just want chocolate chip pancakes. I was like, 
Yeah, and she's like a grown ass dude. I was like, alright, man, I'll make you some chocolate chip pancakes. And he described those pancakes with such love and tenderness. I was like, alright. Well, I order, I make them chocolate chip pancakes. I took out the, uh, chocolate, like, stuff that we use for, um, Sundays. And I, I, I sprinkled some chocolate stuff on there. I put some chocolate syrup. And then, a happy, then I took the, the whipped cream and I made a happy face out of all this shit. And I brought it out there and he like was gonna fucking cry. And he, he ate those pancakes and I brought him chocolate syrup and he ate those pancakes and he left me like a twenty dollar tip on like a six yeah. bill. I was like, fuck. Oh wow. Oh smokers, man, they're awesome. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> well, you know that just—that's a job I could never do because I'm—I'm I'm such an asshole. I'm not a people person, really. So uh, I just couldn't take like the abuse from uh, the first time I took it. I would be out of there, yeah. you know. So it, I respect it's anybody very who do that. Now, now, one thing I can say is that being an observer is is similar to acting because what I realize is this: I tell people how I feel does not matter. What's going on in my life does not matter. When I walk across there, lights are on, it's camera action, put yeah. the happy face on, bow. And, and, and once I mastered that, and on top of that, when I served, I was a good server. I could have four tables, four small tables, and make more than somebody in a larger section. I, you know, because like I said, I loved what I do. As weird as that may sound, I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't yeah. nothing for me to work four hours and work out I mean, a few hundred dollars. Also, though, though. Like, the other thing is, I hate servers who come over and just, like, tell you how fucked up their day is. Like, dude. Oh, yeah, man, man, I ain't man, no. stop bringing me down. No one gives a <laughs> Do your job, man. I'm not going to overtip because you're having a shitty day. I'm not... No, I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah, it makes you wonder if that works, you know? Yeah. Dude, I think their boss told them, look, you know, that dude needs to hit the bar, so tell him some really sad <laughs> shit, right? Drive him to liquor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to excuse bad service. Like, but he is having a bad day, so let's... Yeah, no way. Nah, fuck that. Anyway, let's do some random thoughts, man. We've talked about movies. I have more questions, but I'm going to cut them off, and hopefully we can have you guys back, I'll and we can do the other, yeah. some more questions yeah. later. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so, um, obviously, uh... I don't, I don't go to church, right? Um, and today, we were talking about this earlier, I thought it was Easter because we went to Walmart, there was an Easter bunny, there was a, yes. there were a little girl in Easter <laughs> outfits. Like, I pick up on all my church holidays through context clues. Yes. yes. Like, <laughs> last, last week, there was a big uproar because Fox News was, like, talking shit about how the, the White House is going to have... Uh, Easter eggs made out of particle board because it's greener than using traditional wood. And uh, Cadbury eggs were on sale when I went to the pharmacy to get my Theraflu. And um, and I was and like I just took everything from context clues and I was like, oh yeah, it's Easter. And then I said that and I got like 80 million responses. Like, no, it's Palm Sunday. I'm like, <laughs> same thing happened to me. Yeah, because I took your lead and I thought it was Easter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And on top of that, the little girl was dressed in like a little cute dress, and I was like, okay, you're attacking the Easter Bunny. He's handing out Easter eggs. It gotta be Easter. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe I, no, I was gonna say maybe I should go to church, but come on. <laughs> that is not happening. That is not happening. That's the to, one Sunday that it's packed. Yeah, I go to church for weddings and funerals. That's it. <laughs> uh, so dude, I was wondering also because I've been sick, I've been going to work all week and shit, and uh, I was wondering, do strippers go to work when they're sick? <laughs> like, I've never been in a strip club and seen a, stri- a sick stripper though. That's true. Yeah. Have you guys? Yeah, she got shit running out her nose. You I don't think want that. I think it's the lighting. <laughs> I don't know that you would know. You know? <laughs> like she, she got snot running out her nose. You're like, 
know. Maybe she's crying. I don't know. That's just, exactly. That's just, she's <laughs> moving me with performance. Did, did you, you know? say she takes a dollar out of her thong and just wipes her nose? Ugh. Oh. Maybe. I don't think anybody would really be uh, shocked if a stripper had like a puffy, crying face while she's giving you a lap dance. It's kind of expected. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Some people are even into that. Yeah, you're like yes. this things things led you to this point in life. Of course it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> and like what are what are they doing there on their period? Is that their time off? I mean, I've never seen a string hanging out of there. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd be good. Yeah. I thought that's what tassels were for. <laughs> uh, do you, you think they have a specially made stripper tampon? I think so. I think, yeah, yeah. How would you get it out of there? Like with magnets? Like, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, you'd have to, I was going to say refer to Richard Gere in the whole thing, but I, I, I would be mad. That seems like a toxic shock syndrome waiting to happen. <laughs> nothing good. Nothing good. It's coming that. Oh. The gerbil or the 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 tassel. <laughs> the, 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 the 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 tampon that comes out with no string in it. <laughs> that shit could get lost up in there. Um. I love the random thought segment. I just gotta say. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know what how big. About sticks, man. What, what are you saying there, host? I'm saying strippers might have a larger than average vagina. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's in there. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the car from uh, the car from uh, <laughs> the car from Back to the Future's in there. And <laughs> it's like a bag of molding for those D and D nerds. Oh, that's it, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I want to. I also, I was thinking of another million dollar idea. I'm just giving them away on this podcast. Um, somebody should create a new social media for stalkers and people who like to be stalked. It should be called Stalkbook. Um, because I keep, I keep getting these like these pop ups or whatever from my Facebook. That's like, uh, do you want to see who's checking out your page? You know, no. click on this. And some some people must be clicking on it though, right? Oh, they gotta be. Right? Because I, I get this from other people who are like, hey, I checked out your page, and you want to see who's checking out my page, you know, or whatever. And it, <laughs> I think there's it works both ways. One, people definitely stalk people on Facebook. I've seen Yes, they do. Yeah. Like, every dude who's ever accepted a chick as their friend, it goes and checks out that chick's pictures. I'm sorry. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm sure you know, you know? But, yeah, we definitely do that. Um and even if it's just to be like, oh, okay, cool. So she's pretty reserved or whatever. It doesn't matter. You're going to check out those pictures. Oh, okay, cool. She's a freak. Same. The same oh, thing. Oh, okay. she's got okay. some big titties. You know? Yeah. My- well, that happened to my father one time, you know, because on his Facebook, because I don't have a Facebook page. He's got one. He's got his military Navy uniform on, right? So somebody added him as a friend. He went back and looked at their page, and every other photo was some hot guy without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that guy was into, right? He's into, like, people, you know, hot guys with no shirts on, people in uniform. And it kind of creep my dad out a little bit. Your dad still has swag. Just let him know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing, too, is like, um, some people want to be stalked. They like being stalked, you know? They want to check out who's stalking them. So why not get all those motherfuckers off Facebook and get them on their own social media where you just have inter- entirely too vain people, you know, like people who are just vain as shit. And they want yeah. everyone who follows them to stalk them and look at all their weird pictures that they took in the mirror while looking at themselves. And, <laughs> and in then, the bathroom. Yeah, and yeah. then you have all your like stalkers who are just like, oh, she uploaded a new photo, you know? I'm on it. 
Or the one with the, the photos where it's like it's their own hand disappearing into the camera. You know, like they took it themselves from away. From yeah. Yeah, there you go. Those are, those are the ones. Like where you can see like yeah. the, the toothpaste on the counter and yeah. you know, <laughs> the toilet roll has toilet. no tissue. Yeah, no tissue on the toilet like roll. Um, all right. There's an app. Do you, I don't know if you guys have iPhones and shit. I don't know what kind of phones yet. No. no uh, but no. Sony smartphones, they have apps now. And one of the apps is Words with Friends. Yes. Yeah, you keep talking about that on Twitter. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's, it's like Scrabble. Scrabble. It's basically Scrabble that you play through your phone. Like, I'll make a move. Five minutes later, you get a pop-up on your phone. Like, hey, Rod made a move. Right. And then you go make a move. I suck at that game. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> Sorry. I think they need to add a feature to Words with Friends. Because it's all being played on your phone. Yes. Where I can right. call you and confirm that you know how to use that word because QI <laughs> QI is not a fucking word that I've ever heard anyone use but, it, but words with friends will accept it yes that's not a fucking word I should be able to call you and say use QI in a word sentence right but, now but you know because <laughs> those arguments used to happen in Scrabble yes. when I was growing up right, like, right. Like, use that shit in a sentence exactly. yes. and, and yeah. Q, Q is a high dollar word right? yeah, it's 10 points yeah, and the thing that makes me mad is that you can't use cunt. Right. Everyone rejects cunt. Yes. Cunt is a real word. No one rejects cunt. Everyone loves it. Yes, they do. Double standard. You need to change it. And everyone except ludicrous. Not ludicrous as ludicrous, but ludicrous the rapper. Yeah, I did try. Now, in all fairness, I was using that word against Karen, and I would have gotten like a billion points. Yes. She's probably luckier that we could not use that. Um, Yes. So I I was on Twitter and I saw like I keep getting these you know I'm getting a lot of followers now so routinely I'll get a spam pop up from somebody or a spam tweet mm-hmm. where they mention me and it's like hey dog check out my album you know yeah <laughs> right and, and I was thinking like no rapper has ever gotten famous from spamming people on Twitter like who the fuck <laughs> what kind of plan is that I saw um uh at Bassy uh Bossy World Live she's a person I follow on Twitter she was talking about it and I was like yeah that's fucking correct no one's ever like you know what man Jay-Z made it to the number one on the chart and I would have never heard of him but he he just basically spammed everybody on uh this last album and we ended up making the blueprint yeah, three that's right yeah. You know? Well, that's like you know in L.A. when you walk down to downtown L.A., the people are passing out their CDs left and right as you walk down the street, yeah. and none of them have ever been coming. It's just yeah, it's just a complex way of throwing something in the trash. Exactly. <laughs> added, <laughs> added an extra step to me throwing your shit in the trash. I'll throw it in the trash for you, no problem, sir. <laughs> Sure. We, we can use more coasters. Um, and like the thing is, like, stop half-assing your promotion, artist. Like, yeah, go on Twitter, fucking get to know some people. You'll be surprised what you can accomplish through social media. Yeah. Especially if you have something to say or you have something that you're selling or doing. Get to know people and they'll actually go, oh, I want to check your shit out yeah. and give it more than half a listen. Because if you click that shit to me, I immediately hit Block reported spam. Yeah. <laughs> if you are a real person, I will too. And the thing that, 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 that upsets me, a lot of people don't know how to use Twitter. Twitter is a social media. You're supposed yes. to interact. If you're exactly. constantly sending out stuff and you're not interacting with nobody, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That's the purpose of Twitter. So then I had a depressing realization. It's is really depressing. The radio is spam. Oh. That's radio what the fuck it is. is 
It's just it's the same thing. It's the same fucking songs. It's like it's like an artist sending a link to his shit because you pay for play anyway in the radio now, okay. especially in the okay. urban market. But you pay for play. They play like ten songs, the same ten songs every couple hours, right? Mm-hmm. So technically, anytime you turn on the radio, you're getting bombarded with what on Twitter would just be a link to some dude's fucking song. But on the radio, it's the actual shitty ass song. And yeah. the, the only way to explain the popularity of some of these half ass terrible artists is that they are fucking spamming people's ears when they turn on the radio. No one likes you, Soldier you Boy. Right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you were talking about it in shows way back is like you, you, you there's such thing as work hot. There's a woman you see every day and she starts to look hot to you after a while, you know? <laughs> and it's the same thing. You keep hearing the same song over and over and over again, it starts to sound good to you. Yeah. Well, I never thought about that. Right. And that and you've heard that song uh Friday by Rebecca really Black. Black, Black, Black. Yeah. yeah. And that is so bad that it got everyone talking about it. Everybody was going, Wow, you wanna see the worst video for the worst song ever? Go check it out. Nine million views. Ah. She sucks. Go see it. Okay. You know. Not only that. And now you hear her song on the radio. Yes. Not only that. This bitch got a tour. She has. No. Yeah. She is fucking touring. How can you tour and you got one song? You and your parents both need to be shot. That shit is terrible. Yeah, you, that's like the dude that got, you know, did uh, One Night in Bangkok. He's got a greatest hits album. That's his only fucking song ever, man. You can't, and the thing is, you can't escape it. It's kind of like when you see a movie trailer and you know the movie's gonna suck. And, yeah. But, you know, especially like, say a movie comes out in like um, February. January and February is normally when movie studios throw out their movies where they're just like, hey, yeah, this is gonna be shit. But, you know, we delayed it 27 times and, yeah. you know, fuck it, man. We gotta put this shit out at some point, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so they put it out in January, and then like they hit you with like thirty billion trailers of <laughs> this movie, and by the end you're like, I, for some reason, I really need to see the Green Hornet. I really do. <laughs> I have to fucking see the Green Hornet. I don't know why. You know, I, I know it was just like X. Right. It was supposed to come out two summers ago. Yes. It was, you know, it was originally starring Ben Affleck or whatever the fuck. And then like now, now I'm gonna go see Seth Rogen do Kung Fu. And you know what? I went to see it because I got spammed into seeing it. Yes. And you know what? It's in your McDonald's Happy Meals, your Wendy's Happy Meals. You're right. Your Burger King Happy yeah, Meals. Yeah. It's on Nick. It's all spam. Nick Junior. Yeah. You know, every talk show. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, Seth Rogen's coming over Oprah. What the fuck does he have to say to Oprah? Nothing. <laughs> it's just another spam, another way to get me to go Seth Rogen in my brain, and then I go, I like Seth Rogen. I want to see Green Orange. <laughs> it never crossed my mind. See, every one of your shows, there's something you say that'll open my mind in a way it hasn't been before. You know, it's just blowing me away. Well, you guys got to get into the spam on TV, man. You got. Oh yeah. Want to make it big? That's it. Man. You just need to get like, <laughs> like maybe ten seconds of one of your movies. Then you have to be a good movie. At that point, you just replay the same ten seconds over and over. And people will go see it no matter if it's good or not. Even if they're not entertained. It's yep. like, fuck it, man. I saw 10 seconds of that shit. Oh, no, I you know it. what? Next Sunday's Easter, they can have their bunny in a trim reaper go The same thing. That would fuck some Why fucking... Why didn't we think about that? Why didn't we have this a month ago? We're going to have, a, tr- we're gonna have a, a, a trim reaper Easter promotion. It just crossed my mind. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. We're going to do a special trim reaper Easter promotion. You guys are going to fuck some kids up, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I want some eggs. I want a place to live. My house burns. <laughs> like, mommy, Easter egg smoking. Yeah. Easter, Easter, Easter bunny. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go live with this chick in a fucking bridal dress. She just got jilted. 
Oh, man. That's awesome. You guys should Holy bad shit, Easter Bunny. <laughs> I'll show you what to do with those eggs. Put them up. Ass. That's our next movie, John. <laughs> bad Easter Bunny. All right, man. So that's my my random thoughts. Let's do some articles, man. I got a bunch of articles to do. Um, the first one is something that I when I first heard it, uh, I, like most people, I assumed that what happened was okay. But now I've been thinking about it and I'm on the other side of things. Um, 49ers radio analyst Gary Plummer was let go after a racy interview. Uh, ex-San Francisco 49er linebacker Gary Plummer has spoken out against his dismissal as the team's radio color analyst. The 49ers let Plummer go after a podcast su- surfaced in which he discussed racy topics including how he said team staffers used to recruit women for sexual escapades with players. <laughs> like, like, who didn't know that? No way! Yeah. No way! Man. Wait a minute! Oh, uh, so a podcast were into career. See, that was my golden hour. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> 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 Look, too late now. They're gonna find you. <laughs> Wait a minute! Athletes like to have sex with promiscuous women. Because oh, they would never abuse their power. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell. Yeah. This is all this is all stemming from Nipplegate years ago, right? Yeah. The whole oh, yeah. wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. no one gets rich and decides that's the time to have sex with women. Yeah. That's, the, that's the opposite <laughs> of why guys want to get money. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I was not shocked at all, but um that was one of the things. Um it says uh, Plummer appeared on the Lady Brain podcast in February on a show that delves into sex and relationship topics. Among the topics he addressed was how to properly perform oral sex, uh, which was that clip I heard was hilarious. Yes, it was. But but guys, take his advice. You know, never know. Try some new shit. If your woman's not coming, you know, figure some shit out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the wrong time. It's the wrong time to think you got it all. Is it? Yeah. She's not coming. Like, oh, I'm a man. I don't need to know that shit. And yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's in the meantime you're googling the hell out right. of it. <laughs> like how many how many dudes went and downloaded this podcast? Like, well, I do need some pointers. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he talked about his own open marriage, and uh, we talked about uh, we're not we're not in an open relationship, but we talked about open marriages and open relationships on here, and I don't think anything's wrong with it. I mean, it's your relationship. I don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of my best friends has an open relationship, and he was never happy with just one woman. Now he's very happy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's the key. You know, whatever it takes. The key is coming home and being happy. I don't really, whatever the fuck y'all got to do, I don't care about your house. Just don't fuck with me. Uh, right. um, <laughs> don't try to force you to take the number, that's all. Right, exactly. That's it. Don't make me eat the shoe pie, fly, whatever that is. <laughs> um, but uh he also talked about how you know the guy the staffers would get phone numbers for girls and shit and uh he at one point even said that like he knew when he was a player he, he, he would have players that during with their family on the bus they would still like go and fuck these chicks like in the secret area of the parking lot and things like that so you know that's best those are the things he was saying right so of course the 49ers fired him yes so even though he works in San Francisco, apparently they're not that open-minded. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, they so so um, they said uh, basically that they, they they let him go because he embarrassed the team, and I feel like they should not have done that. I feel like there was nothing wrong with what he did. Like 
Well, that too, it, it was a podcast, right. right? So it's not like it's broadcast internationally per se. Right. And it's therefore, and you know, it's kind of like uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine about the whole steroid thing in baseball. And it's like, you know, you're damning these people who would not have gotten the applause unless they were doing steroids, they hit it out of the park. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, don't disappoint me, but don't disappoint me. And, yeah, and if he hadn't been doing all this fucking, maybe he wouldn't be as good at what his radio or whatever his job. Right. So <laughs> you know, it's like Tiger Woods. Once he lost the pussy, now he sucks. You know. That's right. That's right. Because Coochie will make a man play his game good. With a nine iron. Yeah, I just, I was like, I was just very disappointed because, like, look, man, we gotta stop acting like we have a Puritan uh, society. Oh, I know. Like, yes. look, man, we like. Ratchet shit, like anything yeah. that has nudity yeah. and violence, that's what the fuck we're about. And we yeah. always try to pretend like, no, you went too far. You talked about fucking. Like, the, the, people have sex. Yes, they. It's like he didn't even have a sex tape. He was just talking about it. He was just it. talking about it. Is this the line that we're drawing? Like, you're good at your job, but you did talk about having sex once. And that's crazy. Because oh, no. yeah. none of our fans are into eating vagina or. No, fucking people. We've seen those crowds when at those 49ers football games. We know what's happening. Yeah, man. I, I, and the thing, and some people were like, "Well, you we had to go. It's embarrassing." Okay, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Let's say uh, Peyton Manning did a podcast and talked about uh, eating pussy and having an open relationship. I'm pretty yeah, fucking sure the Colts would not get over it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Colts right. fan. I mean, that's my team, right? right? And I would get over it. It'd yeah, be- actually. Stock might go up. I might buy a paint manager. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that dude knows how to eat the yeah. shit out of some pussy. He knows yeah, I support whatever. I support eating pussy, whatever that is. Oh, some more touchdowns or whatever. Um, all right. Here's another. <laughs> this article is just funny because of this chick's name. Um, and, and I'm sending you guys links to the article through Skype. Like, yeah. you don't gotta like you don't have to read them if you don't want to because I'm gonna read them. But uh, right. I, I, anyway, I just in case you want to follow along. Um, unfortunately.com oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> unfortunately named masseuse again busted an undercover prostitution sting wow. two years after being after getting busted in a prostitution sting at a Florida massage parlor ho suck Kim has again she's you're making that shit up no that's that's her name i'm looking at the article right now it's hilarious that's her name has has again been arrested by cops allegedly offering to perform uh sex acts in exchange for cash Right. But she won't do oral sex, so she's. <laughs> you know, I blame I blame her parents, man. No, you can't name your kids that shit. What other What other choice did she have as a field? You never You never go into like your doctor's office and get introduced to Doctor Hose Up Kim. <laughs> yeah, if you name your son Studley Hungwell, then you know what's he gonna yeah. do? You know? Yeah, it's not his fault. Uh, she, apparently, the 46-year-old is facing prostitution charges uh, for allegedly telling an undercover officer that it would cost him $200 for sex or $100 for oral sex. That's some expensive-ass head, though. Uh, I mean, obviously, she's a specialist. I mean, look at yeah, I'm angry, but that not be a fear factor? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and, and my thing, he knows that she got to be good. Suckers in her name. Well, you know what's, what's funny is that she was booked under the title Suck Kim Ho. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is probably what that guy asked. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, apparently. Well, that's like we had an actor audition for us once. His name was Jazz Undy. You know, yeah. he had like the biggest attitude ever, and was like a real asshole. So yeah. I don't mind his name out there, but it sounds like a, a gay porn name to me. <laughs> Jazz, Jazz Undy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's another story of a guy. He's a deadbeat dad. And before everybody gets all racist, he's white. So everybody calm down. Right? <laughs> I don't need it. And he even has mail. a gold chain on. We are defying the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did forget to ask both of you guys, man. Why do y'all like cheese so much? I, I didn't. You know what? I was going to ask you about that because I'm not a big cheese fan, but I mentioned that to a buddy of mine who he and I are doing this project together. And yeah, he said, man, I love cheese. And I, I just have never really, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a cheese fan, mm. so. Yeah. But just for me, man, I love, I didn't get this size by not eating cheese. So. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep my weight class up. So. What's your, what's your favorite kind of cheese, man? If you got to go cheese. Oh, uh, Velveeta. You know, cause I'll, I'll put some chili in that and melt it in, in the microwave, throw ramen soup on top of that, man. Yeah. Crush it. That sounds like Crush a you know, I, I live alone. <coughs> uh, so I live alone, so it's, you know, it's, I don't have to worry about cooking anything. That's it. Convenient right cheese, huh? Yeah. Wow. I was, I was expecting something like brie or, uh, one of the more fancier cheese, but. No, see, man, there's no ass more broke than a filmmaker's ass. Okay, uh, so you know, filmmakers are some broke ass motherfuckers. So yeah, we we we're eating the government cheese if we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's some good shit. But when you when you dream of cheese, is that the cheese you dream of, Velveeta, or you like one day? Uh, just, that's just right. Dreaming of Swiss. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do you walk by the deli and you just look at the baby Swiss like one day? <laughs> Whatever's on sale that day. What? But, uh, I don't know people put cheese on pie. You know, and what the hell is that? Uh, I've never understood that. That's, that's a Yankee shit. thing. My yeah, brother was up in New Jersey, man. It's apple pie with a slice. Uh, of oh, and that's nasty. Jesus, that's nasty. All right. Well, apparently this dude, uh, Britain's most feckless father, Keith McDonald. <laughs> Has, do, has done everything he can to escape the responsibility for his eight children by eight women. Who the hell was getting it? Is he Amish? Uh, Dude, and let me. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of this guy, okay? How is he getting so many women? Well, he does have a gold chain. I don't yes. know. Uh, he's got a tongue that's 10 inches long and he's learned how to breathe through tears. You know, well, you know, it's believable, man. I think he does have gills, but I'm just, I'm wondering about this. Well, I don't know why they found this picture with him looking so serious, too. Like, uh. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at this picture. Um, it says here, uh, but just when, just when many thought the jobless layabout could stoop no lower, he posed as a friend to announce his own death by text. Oh. What the? Wow. And, and I'm looking at this picture. He's ugly as a mother. Yes. <laughs> he looks like somebody you could warn a flight attendant about. <laughs> yeah, he would. He, he definitely would sign up for Stockbook. You know. He <laughs> would. What the? I'm looking for another woman. <laughs> With a knife? We're talking sleep plate action here. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with a knife child on the way, the Benman son. <laughs> yes, nine. The Benman son was desperate to avoid paying a more than five. What? Five a week? Five euro? Yeah, I guess. Five thousand? I'm assuming that's me thousand. <laughs> Wait, he only gives his kid five euro a fucking week? Wow. No. Oh, that's five as in one, two, three, four, five? Right. A week. Ooh. $20 a month for a fucking kid. 
Well, you know, when you got enough kids, you can field both sides of a basketball game. Then, you know, that's probably all you can. Yeah, afford. I guess if you multiply that shit by like eight, it's like, oh man, there's a lot <laughs> I can't even eat. I'm eating fucking Raymond and cheese. <laughs> when, they play, when they play softball, they don't need the ghost man on the bases. They got the whole. Team. <laughs> they got the shortstop. They all come at outfield. Yeah. Uh, he sent a text message to his pregnant former girlfriend, Claire Bryant, 22, telling her Keith is dead. <gasps> so oh. yeah, that is not. I don't think that's how a friend would tell you. He's not very smart. No. Which, Did she no. believe it though? Uh, she. Let's see. She already has a one year daughter, one year old daughter by McDonald. Rang his mobile phone, but there was no answer. So then she called local hospitals and the police went to no avail. Two weeks passed before Miss Bryant found out the 25-year-old McDonald was in fact alive and well. He sent her a message to apologize and told her that he wanted to get away from his life. Uh, they throw his ass in jail. Last last night, an unrepentant McDonald admitted that he had pretended to be dead, saying, "I get so much hassle from everybody." Right, you know, like this. Wrap your dick up. You wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. What is, what is, there was no condoms. No way. Condoms ain't that expensive. How many kids do you go before you just say, you know what? Fuck condoms. Yeah. <laughs> What's another kid going to hurt? Six you year old week? And you know what? You might get a sale on condoms. They might be 50 cent a condom versus 18 years. Hey, make a yeah. decision. What does the fucking judges say when he shows up in child support court? Like, Keith, again? Yeah, Keith, what the fuck, dude? Again? They know him by name. You know, they know his whole life story and everything. At this point, at this point, they're probably just fussing at the women. Like, really? Come. <laughs> well, and the way this motherfucker looks, man, and I and I'm not like trashing people's looks or anything, but damn, he looks like fucking Sling Blade. Yeah. So how's he gonna <laughs> No, but you know what? He's got that gold chain and he's got his hat just a little bit off center. So he really believes he's a player. He's projecting. Yeah. I am a player. And it looks uh, like he gets with these big women too. So big ladies, watch out. Oh, there you go. Watch your back, okay. ladies. Um, okay. Let's see. Last night, an unrepentant McDonald admitted that he pretended to be dead. Uh, let's see. He tried to blame Miss Bryant for the startling rumor. It all came from Claire. She started it off. I thought I may as well just go along with it. Uh... He, he's paid $44 a week in income support and has never held down a permanent job. He denies fathering all but one of his children on the grounds that they they have different hair color from him. <laughs> so he's a real Einstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like jeans can't skip. Word. Yeah. So uh, let's see. After his Mensa meeting, it is claimed that he may have fathered up to 15 children by 14 oh, mothers. Jesus. Oh, uh, McDonald's who met, McDonald's who met the majority of his conquests at bus stops <laughs> wow. currently spends his benefits on large lager and fruit machines. <laughs> what is this, this article that's, so that's where I get the hookup. I go cruise bus shops, uh, bus stops. Okay, dude, yep. you've got to have that transparent polar bear hair thing going on. <laughs> this article is written like a fucking Mad Lib. Like it's like, <laughs> but he's been, it's like he meets most of his conquests at Blake. Insert noun. <laughs> bus stop. Yeah, yeah. Currently, he spends all of his benefits on name a beer, lager, and name a device, <laughs> fruit machines. Uh, Despite his growing family, McDonald, uh, can you really call it a family? Really? Yeah. Is it a family if the motherfucker won't raise them? Like, I don't think it's a family if no one knows each other. I don't think you can count that. Wow. Um, let's see. Uh, he refuses to have a vasectomy. Uh, uh, how could he afford one? 
They did. They refuse to give it. Why don't the state pay Can the government pay for it? That's what I'm saying. Look, you are a hazard. Your sperm is a hazardous and your sperm produce illegitimate children. We got to stop this. Yes. Go. Any of his, uh, you know, my baby mamas getting pissed off with a knife, and they can take care of that, you know? Yeah, seriously. Uh, uh, all right, so um, last night, Miss Bryant, uh, and they give her, her where she lives for some reason, because, you know, <laughs> I really want to look her up, you know? Oh, wait, it's, a, it's, the, it's the address for the bus stop. <laughs> stop number 45. So- so she's living in the bench. Okay. It says I, I went through. I went through hell. I didn't know what to think. What sort of sick person pretends to have died? Uh, she says he, she was first told of his death in a text from his phone on March 27, purporting to be from his flatmate, which read, "Here, it, here, it's Jason. Just thought out. Oh, just though did not spell that out. Wow. You know, you gotta save on those on those anytime." But he looks yeah. like a rogue scholar if you look at his yeah. picture. So, yeah. <laughs> Just though I would tell you, Keith is dead. He went on Friday. <laughs> I was, he went after Keith? He went, yeah. He felt like he came on Friday. He came on Friday as usual. He coming every day. <laughs> I was worried, uh, she said, whose baby is due May 3rd. I was getting messages from Keith's Facebook page from someone saying she was his sister, Kim. The messages said Keith had died at his girlfriend's house on Friday night. So she knew he had a girlfriend? What? Oh, what apparently is that? she did. And she wasn't it? Like, I'm just gonna have this baby, but you know, fuck it. I don't need to be a girlfriend. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, that's just, I mean, this dude has so much mad game. It's I can't believe all the people involved in this is white. Like, what the? Where's <laughs> Maury for this shit? Like, yeah. can Maury fly to Europe just to do this one story so I can be like, finally, we broke the stereotype. <laughs> Uh, he'll be up there dancing, you know, because that's like my favorite video clip ever. Is I do find out he's not the father in these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, I've never been that happy. I mean, you could hand me like two hot pies right now, and I wouldn't dance. Fucking happy. See, those pies will be gone in less than two minutes, but those kids are forever. Uh, <laughs> two weeks later, McDonald contacted her and admitted the scam. I got this text from him asking me to be friends with him on Blackberry Messenger. I replied, oh. asking him what on earth he thought he was doing, and he eventually admitted what he had done, said sorry, and that he wanted to get away from his life. I told him if, if it was life that had, he had built for himself, I'm so angry. I don't want him to, I want to have anything to do more to do with him. What he has done is beyond belief. Uh, McDonald's boasts that he has slept with more than 40 women and he first became a father at age 15 and Miss Bryant gave birth to his 8th child page last April so wow. he's got mad yeah he's, wow. I mean, he's, he's only batting 25% when it comes to pregnancy so <laughs> I guess he kind of should step and, it and up and you know what and I guess because I'm a woman I might not understand this but his pussy like crap he got addicted and was like damn I got shit all the time yeah. uh, I, I think he's addicted to fucking different women though cause like one pussy is good enough no, I don't know. He was just like, I need all the pussy. Yeah. How do you keep that shit straight? Like, John only has four kids. I can't keep the name straight, right? Yeah, you know, not, to, you know, not to determine anything, but like, how do you keep eight kids straight with birthdays and names and all that? It's just... Well, especially when you're not even around them. I mean, you think about yeah. someone you met like two years ago at some, at some meeting or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. Tom, Joe, well, keep it, Brenda. Keep, I don't even Keep know. in mind that he doesn't think any of the kids are his, so he's probably not keeping up with any of them. 
Yeah. It's like I'm not keeping up with that one. He's got brown hair. That's fucking English. <laughs> um, here's a story about a lawyer who was suspended six months for a Craigslist term paper offer. Wow. <laughs> Damien Bonazzoli. Uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts lawyer who allegedly placed three advertisements on Craigslist to write students term papers and essays was recently suspended from practice for six months. Wow. Additionally, Bonazzoli lost his job with the Massachusetts Appeals Court, according to Worcester or Worcester. I won't lasagna you every time you say his name. But. I won't lasagna you. I'm about to hit the pizza yes. again. Yeah. Hey, I think of Mario Brothers. <laughs> uh, advertising writing services for a fee for something that could be submitted for academic credit violates the rules of professional conduct, according to the Massachusetts Board of Bar Overseers of the state. I can't believe they had to. Someone had to do this before where they had to write it in the oh, fucking yeah. board of the bar. Like, hey, wow. y'all stop getting money for shit. writing people's term papers, lawyers. <laughs> Well, it's like, does this motherfucker know that, like, Craigslist is on the internet where people can find it? I mean, it's just, you know, your boss is going to see that shit. Uh, they said, uh, basically, and they still said they weren't sure they were going to prosecute her. I mean, prosecute him. Uh, we've never had anything like this before. So lawyers think of everything. They've never, it's oh, yeah. never happened, and they still had a law on the books, like, don't do that shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, his actions came to the court's attention. When a freelance reporter with the Commonwealth magazine responded to one of his Bonazzoli's ads <laughs> put, looking for a paper after uh, about physician assisted suicide. Oh. Bonazzoli wrote back <laughs> back that he would help and guaranteed a respectable grade. <laughs> so he's like, not an A. I mean, come on, that's crazy. A B plus a C. B to a C. You can respect that, right? Alright. Uh, according to the Massachusetts Board of Bar Overseers, he also wrote that he was an attorney with the Mass. Wow, well, that's where he fucked up. There's an attorney with the Massachusetts Appeals Court. Uh, an article mentioning the exchange was published in 2009. According to the Commonwealth Peace, Benazzoli earned $94,000 a year working for the court, and he sought how much? $300 to write the paper. Man. <laughs> that, that's like a, a that's sling blade level of dumb back to that previous <laughs> you lost a $94,000 job for $300 but now he that makes so me mad mean the buffer lost stop. some money oh, yeah, was go ahead John no, I was gonna say, man. That, but see, now he knows the address of the chick of the albino dude at the bus stop. So now, yeah. now he can go live with her. <laughs> that baby will have a dad, man. It all works out, man. You know. What are you gonna say? Hey, by the way, that's John and I on the phone when we're having our phone meetings. Because like I'm deaf in one ear, so I don't like hear him. So I'm just like blasting away, and he's talking. <laughs> we don't get shit done. <laughs> all right, man. Let's see here. Um. Now this one is I've seen Eight Mile and it did not end this way, but I will I will uh send you guys a link to this one. This story is about uh tragedy at an open mic night. Uh open mic night ended in a horrific tragedy when nineteen year old Kip Rusty Walker took his own life Thursday night at the Bend Coffee House. Oh. While the terrifying scene shocked patrons, one of Walker's friends who did not want to be named said Friday he saw it coming. Well, okay, listen. You're you're an asshole, sir. You do not get to, you do not get to be in the article after my suicide. Going, I'm his friend, and yes, I knew it was coming. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I thought his poem was really good, and I wanted to see it to the end. I mean, what can I say? 
<laughs> says, uh, I've been preparing for I've been preparing for it for a while. I'm sad about it, but I think I'm in shock. It's like a whirlwind of emotions. Uh, a public right. suicide takes away the breath of friends and strangers alike. Well, actually, yeah. it takes away the breath of one person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not everybody else is gasping for air. Yeah, that's that's right. It'll come back. Yeah. Let's not belittle his. Uh, is what he did here. Um, News Channel 21 rarely reports on suicide to spare friends and families added pain. But police released information both to stop rumors and to make sure people know resources are available to try to prevent such tragedies. Uh, he was playing the keyboard for a crowd of nearly 15 people at a strictly organic coffee company on Bond Street. Wow, these sound like some hippies. Uh, wow! I, if all I could drink was organic coffee, I'd kill myself too. Man, you know? <laughs> you come in to work high. I'm surprised that. Uh, first of all, yes, but I'm surprised. Okay. That, <laughs> I'm surprised that the vegans and shit don't have a higher rate of suicide anyway. I mean, oh, who, who can live without meat? I'd kill myself. Um, <laughs> Walker was playing the keyboard, yeah, for 15 people. Maybe he was just sad because no showed up. <laughs> there is nothing funnier than that. Um, strictly yeah. organic co-worker. <laughs> So, is she strictly organic or is that just where they work? Um, Rhonda Ely um, said that she was not at Coffee House's open mic night, but her staff recounted what happened. Um, now, she's strictly organic co-worker. Does that mean she does not have fake boobs? Or yeah. what, does that, what does that mean? I need clarification. Um, it was really unclear at first what was even happening. You know, it's an open mic night. It's a performance. People at first thought it was some sort of theater. Oh, 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 oh that's terrible. Oh, um, see, I just I don't want to die in a funny way. I, that's you know I want to die some dramatic. I throw myself in front of a bullet to save John's life or whatever. But you know I don't want people laughing at my ass after I'm dead. That's the yeah. Problem. You know that people are like wait a minute is that real blood? You know what's sad? What's sad is um if somebody one of our fans dies and it makes the paper. We'll probably read it on the show and we'll probably make jokes. Yep. That's what we do. It really doesn't matter how they die. And you you have permission to make fun of my death if it's funny. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> Nothing's wrong if it's funny. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, let's see. It was all right, so Patron said Walker, who would have turned twenty in a week, man, first of all, never kill yourself before you can drink alcohol. That <laughs> Sir, you have not lived. Um, <laughs> That's your biggest part of your 21-year-old yeah. yeah, Do it at 21. All right. Stood up and said nothing. Then he began stabbing himself in the chest over and over. Oh. The dumbest type of way to die. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a double-edged type of blade knife. Uh, where that knife came from on his person, the witnesses didn't notice where it came from. The friend of Walker, who did not want to be named or be on camera, told News 21 the sad truth is Walker wasn't depressed. He just didn't want to live anymore. Well, that, okay. Yeah. Someone needs to look up the definition of depression. depression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you, Wikipedia depression friend, before you start saying dumb shit? Yeah, yeah depression ain't just you know listening to Celine Dion songs. I mean, there's there are other songs. The only smart thing this person did was not be on camera or not get a name. Yes. And disturbingly enough, Walker had planned to kill himself in a public place, according to his friends. Wow. Who, who, who would keep going out with this dude? 
<laughs> Yo, I'm gonna kill myself in a public place. Hey, anyway, man, I'm hearing that there's a concert tonight. You wanna roll? No, you know. Sad. I'd be like, Yo, Mark, uh, you're breaking me down, man. We can't hang out. Yeah. Here. <laughs> I bet you they were all sitting smoking pot. And he's like, Man, I got an idea, man. I think I'm gonna kill myself live. Everyone's like, Word. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. The only thing funnier than that would be if somebody had been live tweeting this. <laughs> yeah, my buddy's doing this funny shit. Oh, wait a minute, what's happening? Oh man, I would love to see the Twitter. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hashtag that. <laughs> I'm gonna search for st- strictly organic when I get off this podcast. <laughs> I, uh, I was almost like he. It was almost like he wanted to prove a point. <laughs> oh, what, what? Yeah, the point is knives at points. <laughs> <laughs> he proved it over and over into his chest. <laughs> like there's no point in being scared of death because it's going to happen to us anyway. Yeah, but we're all trying. I mean, put it off a few years, dude. Yeah, I mean, okay. that, you know, we all, t- taxes are going to happen every year. We don't pay that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rushing to do shit they don't want to do. No. Um. Yeah, when asked the friend if he'd done anything to stop him, he said there was nothing he could do. <laughs> I just knew it was going to happen in their public place, but I couldn't tell him, right? That's ridiculous. Yes, I was high when he told me. What do you think? I want him to live? That's stupid. You know, he had some shitty-ass friends. That's why he killed yes. him. Yes. Maybe he was an asshole. They were just like, finally. They were glad. Uh, he said the first time Walker threatened to kill himself was on March 20th. The friend called Walker's parents, and Walker was taken to psychiatric unit at St. Charles Medi- Medical Center, Bend, where he spent a few days. So, if I ever said I would kill myself, do not send me there. <laughs> but actually, that did not work. I would like to prevent my killing. Uh, I actually told him, I was like, dude, this is going to mess a lot of people up. Man, that's uh, are they interviewing like 17, 18 year olds? Because this sounds like some Well, he was 20. You know, so he was 20, so it couldn't have been, you know, too old a crowd. And that hippie crowd is pretty young. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's normally people without jobs and shit yet. Um, the answer <laughs> not to many, a sense of reality and don't know what the hell depression is. Yeah. <laughs> right. The answer to many people's immediate questions offer barely any comfort, and everyone who witnessed the unthinkable now have to deal with one person's decision. Most people never had to see anything like that in their entire lives and never had before, so it's a life-changing experience. Uh, and then they go on to some more shit. Uh, let's see here. In light of the tragic suicide, St. Charles Health System officials called a Friday afternoon press conference in partnership with Ben Police Department and the County Public Health Department to discuss resources that are available in the community for those struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts, which I'm sure nobody would want to go to now. He actually used those resources. Uh, officials talked about a resource available to the community for those struggling with depression, the thoughts of suicide. But what if someone doesn't want to be helped? Even if a person claims, no, I was joking. If we don't believe that's the case, they, they're trying to mitigate it so they can fulfill that idea. We can still take them into protective custody. I didn't know they could do that. Oh, so many people must go back on it and then turn around and... Yeah, I gotta stop making those kill myself jokes on the podcast, because... Yeah. <laughs> like, Steve Harvey has another book? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna kill my... Whoa, wait a minute. Come strap you up, baby. Yeah. Maybe. Well, that's what that should be the first question to ask. Have you seen Sucker Punch recently? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you looking forward to seeing Fast Five? Well, we know you're yeah. dating yourself. You walk, you walk straight out that movie and into St. Charles. <laughs> um, now, of course, wow. every every show we have one of these, and 
I have no yes, fucking idea how this keeps happening, but and I didn't even go look for this. I, I didn't love, go look for this. And I love this dude's hair and his mustache. He, his hair is like a headband. It's like a. Oh, I gotta look at this. Yes. Um, Manatee County, Florida, like the home of where swords reside. By the way. <laughs> Deputies arrested 59 year old Thomas Parks. Late Friday night after he sat oh at the stage. <laughs> yes, that was my favorite response. After the stage. Oh, holy shit, this is <laughs> Dude, did you, is that a hat or is that his hair? <laughs> that's his hair right that's, around his head. That's actually his hair. And, 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 and it's wow. like he was trying to wrap and didn't quite wrap it around correctly. Yeah, it's like a comb under. <laughs> you people gotta Google his photo. Thomas, Thomas Parks. Parks. Man, this is the funniest photo I've ever seen. All right, so yes. deputies arrested 59-year-old Thomas Parks late Friday night after they say he barricaded himself in his house and threatened his wife with a sword and a gun. Wow. He was doubling down. Yes, he. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna shoot you, then I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you, then shoot you. Yeah. Deputies say. Well, so that blows my theory about why these keeps happening. Because there's no guns around. Well, no, see, I think the NRA is funding these sword attacks uh-huh. so they can be like, see, it ain't just us, you know? <laughs> yeah. We look around first with a Fast Five t-shirt so that shows are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> here's some money and here's a sword. Go do an yeah, attack. Yeah, this guy so fucked it all up, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they say uh, he got into an argument and they give his address like they always do. When he returned, yeah. when he returned, like, who the fuck is like, I'm going to show up at this guy's house with the sword and the gun, you know? I want to kick it with him. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yes. He gives his fucking address out to style. I don't know. Maybe they're doing that so I won't go there. I know it's so. When he, when he returned home, investigators say he started fighting with his wife and threatened her. Uh, the wife was able, was able to get out of the house and call deputies. <laughs> investigators say Parks told deputies to come in and shoot him in the head. <laughs> deputies were able to get Parks out of the house and arrest him. Authorities say several weapons and firearms were found inside the home. And my question was this. Did the wife know about the knife and the gun? Of course she did. Oh, that yeah. was idiotic on her part. Of course. These two ladies, if you live in a house with a dude that has a knife or a sword or a gun, <laughs> especially the sword. Like, yeah, okay, a gun, maybe, maybe I can understand. But, like, there's there's a reason that there's no, like, sword, like, NRA, you know? <laughs> that shit is crazy. I was listening to the... Uh, <laughs> I was listening to Adjective J's podcast, The Negro Majority, mm-hmm. and he was advocating like some shit where like everybody should get a sword. That would solve violence. No, oh, the fuck they wouldn't. That be through the roof. That is stupid. That's dumb. He's a fuck dude on Twitter, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's hilarious, man. No, that, that, that stuff would be just like some of my favorite anime. People just be walking around, chopping people's yes, head off. That is cool. Cutting in a people's cartoon. legs off. But it's not cool if I'm walking and I get sprayed across the face with somebody. Look, right. Is, I don't consider that cool. Hilarious concept and awesome to see on a cartoon. Yes. Yes. Terrible in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't need my manager having a fucking sword. It's not. <laughs> I saw you were a little late on that break. Oh well, let me go break out for <laughs> tomorrow and. Fucking... <laughs> well, you know, uh, breast milk stock could go way up because you keep getting this blood in your mouth. So. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, check out this next article because you know this is a pretty chivalrous episode already. We got fucking <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of women and not taking care of their kids. 
people with sores and shit. You know, Bad guys. Hair, dude. But you know, I, I think that Thomas guy, I think he moosed his hair to give those policemen a target that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that, that hair would probably block that bullet. They would come alive yes. on his own. Um, I, I envision him as a three foot Viking, but carry on. <laughs> yeah, why did he have an axe? Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, uh-huh. he's like that, that, that cool ass uh, midget in uh, Golden Axe, that video game. <laughs> this midget of all time. Um, man. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he's crazy and he's short, yeah. so there we there go. There you go. Give him a hat. Um, so, man hits woman in the face because she won't talk to him at a bar. Wow. Yes, yes, this guy is a nice guy. A 21-year-old man was arrested and charged with battery at AJ's Seafood and Oyster Bar. Great publicity yeah, for them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good publicity is good publicity. Want to get your woman hit in the face? Come down to AJ's. Yeah. Come here, get yeah. Won't fry fish in the in the fist fight. Come on, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> the customers are leaving without paying, like you said. You're you're the hell out of there when you see yeah. that break out. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm out, and I'm not paying for my yeah. food either. Yeah, Bill, me, Bill, me. You have to find me and charge me for that. Now seat. the other, now I will say the other thing is this next line: uh, Two men allegedly became belligerent when a woman and her friends would not talk to to them at 2:20 a.m. Now, see, I would never be in AJ's seafood or oyster bar at 2:20 a.m. Yeah, you, that's a good. Yeah, point. I don't know. Oysters don't seem like a two twenty snack. Um, yeah. Okay. No, you're, you're gonna have some wild dreams after that. The twenty one year old became so angry that he allegedly struck the woman in the face. The woman had minor bruising and swelling on her chin, according to the report. The man was charged with a first degree misdemeanor for battery. So my question is, who knew Chris Brown liked seafood? I mean, <laughs> no one, no one told me this. It's not on any of his albums. I mean, <laughs> man, now you're gonna make him trash another interview. <laughs> <laughs> he then told Robin Roberts to mind her fucking business and left. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, what is the game plan with a guy who's trying to uh, talk to a chick and get a number, and you decide I'm going to punch you in the face, like? Do you think then she'll go, oh, shit, my pets? Yeah, they're okay. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were a cool guy. I preferred, I like bad boys. I like being punched in the fucking face. Wow. That's what turns me on. Um, I hope not. That's a lot. Uh, here's another. Yeah, that's why I never got stalkers either. I mean, like, who thinks that this shit's going to work? Right. You know, yeah. But yeah. you know what? He probably would go on Stalkbook, so. Yeah. <laughs> he probably already registered in the account. He probably got the domain name now. Um, <laughs> he's best friends with Thomas Parks, and they both live at the fucking bus station. Now, okay? <laughs> uh, so here's, here's this guy. Here's this guy who looks exactly how you think he would look. He's a snake bite victim. And he, he, Jeremy Loveland says he was trying to clean his pet African Gaboon Viper's cage. Oh. When she bit him on the hand. Now, doesn't it seem like, and maybe I just don't know enough about animals and pets, doesn't it seem like you take the poisonous snake out of the cage to clean the cage? Doesn't it? Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, or you wear a glove or some shit. Even better, why do you have a poisonous snake in your house? Well, uh, I, I agree with yeah, you. That is and maybe that's just me. I had a cousin who owned a snake that, like, he was like, man, I feed it rats and shit. I was like, guess what this means? I don't come to your house anymore. 
apparently and we're not as close as I thought I was because I'm not going down there to watch you yeah. feed the fucking snake. No. Um, <laughs> it didn't really hurt at all because the fangs aren't so sharp. You don't really feel anything. But as soon as the venom kicked in, <laughs> Jeremy felt an intense pain. <laughs> Feel some fucking snake fangs going at me. I'm sorry, man. No, what do you think? He kissed him? Like, what the fuck? Snakes do one thing. They do one thing. They fucking fight things. So when it wrapped yeah. around your finger and started to intensely suck, you didn't think it was biting you? I mean, the snake bite is fast. Like, it's like... And it's gone. Like it's yeah. not oh, like okay. snakes are just sitting there like mosquitoes and shit. Well, I don't know. But, my but ass I, don't stay around I'm long pretty, enough to see. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery Channel and shit. They bite pretty fast. Like, but I'm pretty fucking sure. I'm pretty sure the snake touched me at any point. I would go. I think I'm bit. You know. <laughs> I think it's a good chance he wasn't licking my my hand. You know. <laughs> snake do one thing. You you can't train a snake. You know. Yeah, it's like going to an Adam Sandler's movie and expecting it not to suck. I mean, you know, <laughs> expect what you, what you witnessed your whole life, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I haven't liked Adam. Anyway, Adam Sandler's movie yep. is bad, really. Uh, Come on, dude. Who the fuck still goes to those? I hate when people tell, well, you know, this one wasn't that bad. Why are you going? <laughs> I lost respect for you because you found out, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, but as soon as the venom kicked in, he felt intense pain. He called 911. He's rushed to the hospital. Monday night, police seized dozens of reptiles from this home. Ooh. And St. Francis, this 22-year-old, shares with his grandparents. Cause you I'm know, surprised his grandparents have been found fucking dead. These snakes get out <laughs> and wrap around his grandma and grandpa's neck. Cause you know, like old people and dangerous venomous animals, they go in and in. And see, I, I, I have arthritis, but I can move. Your 80-year-old grandma is not gonna have the reflexes that well, I. Well, my grandma, I don't know. My grandma loved my pet cobra. She was, she was a big fan. She <laughs> <laughs> used to feed Lucky for hours. Just throw rats in you there with him. And I wonder that he found one that was like 20 pounds that ate his little sister to live with him. <laughs> you know, that's not about her. Yeah. They just engulfed her and just ate the bones up. That's what snakes do. Well, right? he had a total of 36 snakes. <gasps> in- and here's my, here's the most underrated line of the story. In various containers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, oh, this one's in, uh, this one's gonna be in a spittoon. This one's in a mayo car. <laughs> yeah. This one's in Snoopy Lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for kicks, this one's in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't touching shit now. Yeah, I went to the dollar store, racked up on containers, and just talking to <laughs> All they gotta do is be big enough for a mouse to fit with them. Um, <laughs> six, 16 of them were venomous. And he says he bought the snakes from a breeder in Oklahoma and hopes to do some breeding of his own. <laughs> Open up your own fucking pet store. I don't keep them at your house. What the fuck went wrong in his life? Jerk. You know, suddenly those Star Wars action figure collectors don't seem so ratchet to me now. You know? They're safe. They're safe. Seriously. <laughs> like this, I, you know what? Jeremy needs to touch a vagina. If he... <laughs> if he had seen a vagina at some point in his life, he'd probably be like, you know what? This is better than snakes. He's never had a little bit of sex. No. no. <laughs> Not even by accident. Vagina has never touched this dude. <laughs> Just by circumstance. Like, no. And you know what? And he's even more dangerous than Darth Vader. At least with Darth Vader's grabbed your neck, it was like one person at a time. Right. He could take out a whole neighborhood with 36 snakes. Yeah. I can't. I, I bet money Jeremy talks to his snakes. I, I bet, bet money. I bet you they have pet names and everything. Yes. 
we hope that's as far as it goes. Right. <laughs> Put on some Barry White. <laughs> yeah, I guess like fucking the snake must be like those uh using those 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 like <laughs> those flashlights or something. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be tempted. Jeremy, you should not be doing this. It's too tempted. Do you think he's probably going to market, you know, having sex with snakes? It, it has like the, the feel of a snake, you know, right. the snake is, it's all, you know, and it, it, it can even shed its own skin. Well, I that's mean, how he's going to do well, it all out. Maybe that's, 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 that's the East Clean feature, right? <laughs> like, maybe that's why he's having a problem breeding them. You can't. It's not your sperm, Jeremy. the snake breeding. not your sperm, Jeremy. I mean, you don't use that. No. Like, oh, it's not mine anyway. The, the snake had different hair when it came out. <laughs> Brown hair. Or maybe he's the bottom with the snakes. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so he's, a, he's, he's now, but now the city of St. Francis is refusing to allow venomous snakes back in the city. He signed them over to animal control yesterday. Yeah, because I'm sure they're not going to just fucking kill them. Um, yeah. well, you know they're like oh we'll take care of good care of them Jeremy <laughs> yeah. yeah go ahead and- they can send them up to that uh, what was it the, the zoo in the Bronx that lost that viper <laughs> yeah. that cobra or what yeah. yeah they're like don't worry we'll find a good home for your poisonous yeah. <laughs> like, we can run around free again it's all good yeah. man yeah. So as soon as they got that snake they was like Billy go ahead and start the fire up I got that is <laughs> and he says um, it was really hard for me to do because I love those snakes those were my family oh, <laughs> and his yeah. fucking grandparents lived upstairs you know wow. Wow. I, I, I'm with you he, he, he needs pussy and titties normally snakes try to feed you to do crazy stuff like you know bite that apple from the fruit of now fruit of tree and all this. Yeah, I, I mean but but even with this if you get a woman she would tie enough for your time up fuck enough that you won't have 36 snakes alright now here's the last one the last article we have for the day um this one we were talking about you know maybe how that guy can stop having kids mm-hmm. yeah his wife burns her cheating husband's penis <laughs> In order to save her marriage. How is this? <laughs> uh, Regini Narayan uh, hoped to save her marriage by burning her cheating husband's penis. Instead, she killed her god and burned down their house. And God is in quotes in lowercase, so it, don't worry, everybody. It's Palm Sunday. It wasn't <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ, your savior. It was different. So what, what- so the god was his penis or the, the husband or I don't I don't see know. I love these stories with the mystery in the first sentence because I don't yeah. have to read all this long ass that's yes. good writing this this week <laughs> the abused wife left the southern South Australian Supreme Court with a suspended six year jail sentence for manslaughter and a forty seven year a forty seven year old Satish Narayan in two thousand eight why do all these suspended wow. women do- never go to jail I don't know what you have to do. <laughs> To go to jail, but these mother- more than more than a penis, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> penis. Wow, why do all these names sound like they are tries for Naruto? I like the leaf tie, the fire tie. That's what that's what I'm expecting next. The um, the judge the judge's recognition of her remorse and suffering was polarizing. Oh Jesus, I hate when judges do that. You yeah. suffered enough from burning your husband's penis. <laughs> you know, so you've really gone through wow. it I mean you weren't able to have sex for the last six years I mean it's a shame 
<laughs> I, I'd give her ten years for thinking that's gonna save her marriage. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sends my ass straight to divorce court. You know, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have been the judge. I'm like, well, ma'am, I like penis way too much. <laughs> you should not punish him because of that. Some people, some people wanted to know why she was being let off after others didn't understand why she hadn't just left the man who verbally and physically abused her. No, and others praised it as highlighting the complex problems of domestic. Abuse. <laughs> those are those are all women that like don't have yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is pretty cut and dried for the guys, yeah. right? Those, those are all <laughs> people, the people praising this also probably listen to Beyonce. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, turn that dude to put a ring on it, nigga. Yeah. Run, run, run! <laughs> like turn up, turn up all the single ladies. Hey, no. <laughs> let's, let's let's hate on men. Judge John Sulon knew some people might think a suspended sentence was not a sentence at all. It is wrong to regard a suspended sentence as letting an offender walk free as if he or she has not been punished. He said he imposed a three-year, $1,000 good behavior bond. But Dude, after after the chick let his penis up, I cannot <laughs> understand good behavior ever being connected with that woman again, you know? Uh, yeah, me either, man. Like they, Anyway, he says Narion was unlikely to re-offend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the penis has been burned, so it's not like you can burn He's it again. Going back for his penis, like no, there's still something left. The penis is not yeah, the balls are next, I guess, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> she still punished herself by fasting and sleeping on the floor to cause the death for causing the death of a man she loved. Oh, so she didn't eat much and she slept on the floor. So yeah. it's all good. That, that makes my ghost feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Burn my penis till I die, but you know, cool. Fuck, you, you took a few nights off. You know, you lost some weight and you fucking slept on the floor. So, uh, At her murder trial that convicted her of murder, manslaughter last year, uh, she said she snapped and accidentally killed him. Because, you know, burning up dick is no, <laughs> no, no way that can lead to a death. Mm. Nothing ever happens bad. Uh, she only intended to save her marriage after finding out her husband was having an affair and may leave her. So she decided to burn the tip of his penis to leave a red mark like the one he put on his forehead at their wedding. Now, was the guy awake? Or, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd have to be unconscious, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be a shock to be like, something's burning, I'm on fire. No, wait, I'm really yeah. on fire. A penis is like a light switch anyway. Anytime somebody touches <laughs> that shit, it, I'm on. Yeah. So I'm, 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 like, Man, if, if I'm naked and someone starts coming at me with fire, I'm running, man. I'm dying. You know. Yeah. Just, I mean, and the thing is, like, it's not like, like, in the middle of the night, if your woman reaches over and grabs your dick, you're still up. Like, you might kind of sleepily be like, all right, I guess we're fucking. But you're not like, no, I, I would sleep through the whole thing. No. <laughs> like, yes, I'm, I'm up. I mean, a dick isn't, like, flammable, right? So it's not like you accidentally brush it with your hair iron and it flames up. Right. You know? <laughs> So, I mean, there would have to be an accelerant involved here. Uh, distressed and illogical, oh. she decided it would bind him to her. She took a beaker of petrol and, there we and go. a lit yeah. candle to his bedroom and told her husband she was going to purify his penis. <laughs> and that didn't at least get half the, you know, like, the rock eyebrow raised, kind of like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> I mean, is that normal for their religion or relationship or something? So, it was the first time in their marriage she had the courage to confront him. She said, of course, she's saying this. I mean, he's fucking dead. Instead, he turned his back on her and said, no, you won't, you bitch. (laughs) I like how how she added that, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. He called me a bitch, Your Honor. Oh, really? I went in there and just said, his penis on fire, and the penis said, fuck you, bitch, so I blessed that <laughs> <Yes>. motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it, well, if he hadn't said bitch, I mean, that's completely reasonable, but it's, it's abusive when you say, no, you may not burn my penis. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Enraged that he was burning her attempt to fix their marriage, she threw the candle and petrol on his back. Then she, oh, then she realized he caught fire. Who would believe this shit? <laughs> that is the most horrible lifetime movie. Would I buy this? Yeah. No one believes it. Who fucking believes her? Anyway, um, wow. so she, so she threw the candle yeah. and, the, and the gas on his ass, and then she realized he caught fire. She put him under the shower. Waited for, waited with him as the house burned, and police and ambulance arrived. So, wow. yeah. She, he later died. Sentencing her on Wednesday, Judge Suleyn said she suffered 22 years of physical and verbal abuse that began three months after her arranged Hindu marriage to a man she barely knew. When he was violent towards you, when he was violent towards you, or when he criticized you, you thought that you deserved it because you were not pleasing him on many occasions. You regard him in your description as your God. So that, that, that ties up the loose end in the first part. She burned it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Her belief. Yeah, I've never wanted to, to, to burn Jesus' penis. I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, you're probably, you're probably not Catholic though, so. Right, right. Um, I'm not. Uh, her belief in her husband is shattered her short, was shattered shortly after his death when she discovered he appeared to be supporting another woman and planned to run away with her. You became very distressed and confused. To you, it was unthinkable that he should leave you after he, you had endured so much. There is no doubt that at that point, you, your thinking became unrealistic and muddy, muddled. Uh, for the first time in your life, you had controlled your, confronted your husband, had found the courage to be assertive to the person who had mistreated you for 20 years. His response was to treat you with disdain and dismiss you. Because, you know, he if he was abusive, he would have listened, you know? <laughs> you decided, oh, well, you're standing up for yourself. Let's talk it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, really, dude. Like, we only think he's abusive because she says it. Exactly. Like, I don't get that. You okay? So you live, and now you're like, oh, he's an asshole. So yeah. it was cool that I killed him, right? And the judge was like, yeah, it's all good. Well, you know, history is written by the victors. Yeah, the, the, the people that win. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's probably like on his deathbed, like that. I loved her so much, and they're like, "Oh no, you're you're cheating asshole." Sorry, apparently <laughs> you're abusive. He's like, "I've never touched her." I'm sure you haven't, buddy. Just die. He's like, you know, I'm leaving you. She's like, "Not with that dick, you ain't." Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's just really weird because they don't really have any proof that he abused her. Like they don't have pictures or anything. I'm, I'm reading the rest of the she article. She didn't or any. Yeah. yeah, she's just saying that he beat her, and that's the end. So. Maybe she beat him, and that's why she burned him up, so there'd be no evidence of her abuse of him. You, know? you never know. Well, ladies, that's how you yep. do it. You know, if you want to know how to kill it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have read this in front of Karen. <laughs> for, for the record, I did not beat Karen. No. I can say that now, but after you burn me to death, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Disagree? Well, you, you don't have any time because you're like on 17 podcasts a week. Yeah. You're on your own. <laughs> Then you're on everybody else's podcast. You do the movie reviews. You're being recorded 24-7. Right. Now Karen's on everybody's podcast. I mean, we should be all right. Yeah. All right. You ain't got time, you ain't got time to be abusive. Well, this has, been another, this has been another episode of the Black Out Touch podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, you learned a lot about independent filmmaking. and Yes. 
all kinds of other ratchetness that we got into. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get to any of our cool stories about the crackhead or any of the other stuff. So Yeah, yeah. man, we got to do this again, <laughs> man. Yeah, I got to come back, but I do have one question for you, Lee. What's your okay. favorite pie? My, uh, my favorite pie is pecan. Oh, okay. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. And, you know, I have, like, actors bring me pie because I talk about pie all the time. <laughs> so I've gotten to the position. And I, if I just start out talking about, like, you know, I love uh, money, then maybe they'd be bringing me money. <laughs> you know, I have to be talking about pie, so that's all. I wonder how many I wonder how many women have not tried out for Shadow Dog Productions and it's like, you know, that guy's really into pie. And they're like, ooh. I do not want to get on that casting couch. No. <laughs> no. Like, no, not that kind of pie. Yeah, I'll take their word for it. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a possibility pie is a metaphor, but I won't go there. <laughs> so make sure you guys uh, check them out, man. You go to shadowdogproductions.com. Um, and, uh, John, do you have your own separate website? I know you say you have a separate company. Yeah, it's uh, FoutsStudios.com. All right. And it's more pimped out because he's a webmaster, and I'm not. So <laughs> this is actually more pimped out. All right. Well, John, man, make sure you hit me through with Skype with that link so I can put it in the show notes. Um, of course, you know, you guys listen to the Blackout Tips, iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, search for us there. Um, make sure you go to theblackouttips.com, look at the donate button, donate money to us. We always appreciate that. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That S N D A T. And you guys are John Fouts and also at Intrapax, I-N-T-R-A-P-A-X, and at Shadow Dog Pride, P-R-O-D. And, uh, That's right. And a 24-7 ratchet on Twitter. Make sure you're following them, man. Dexter's actually really, really fucking funny, man. Yes, he is. So I don't know. Like, just follow him for that. You're not cause, just because he's a sponsor, but it's actually entertaining to follow. Yes. And, and you know what? From now on, since because this is the first time I've heard you guys' voice, from now on, when I read their tweets, I'm going to start hearing their voices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, we're on, we did an audio commentary together on Trim Reaper, which you have that deep. Yeah, so, oh, we need to listen to that, man, because I'll just watch the yeah. movie and that was it. I got to go back to the commentary. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a pretty good commentary, and I also did one with Vanel, the one who wore the wedding dress. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, she was pretty good. Bunny burger. And then, yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, you can call the show, 704-557-0186. And um, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Burn Hollywood, burn, I smell a ride going on First the guilty, now they're gone Yeah, I'll check out a movie But it'll take a black one to move me Get me the hell away from this TV All this news and views are beneath me So all I hear about is shots ringing out About gang putting each other's head out So I'd rather kick some slang out Alright, fellas, let's go hang out Hollywood or would they not Make us all look bad like I know they had But some things I'll never forget Yeah, so step and fetch this shit For all the years we look like frowns The joke is over, smell the smoke from all around Fuck!
As I walked the streets of Hollywood Boulevard Thinking how hard it was for those who starred in the movie Portraying the roles of butlers and maids, slaves and hoes Many intelligent black men seem To look uncivilized when on the screen Like I guess I figure you To play some jigaboo on the plantation What else can a nigga do? And black women in this profession As for playing a lawyer, out of the question For what they played, and your mama is the perfect term Even if now she got a perm So let's make our own movies like Spike Lee Cause the roles being offered don't strike me There's nothing that the black man could use to earn Burn Hollywood, burn Now we're considering you for a part in our new production. How do you feel about playing...